Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Recorded live. Good evening and welcome to Lauren's Talk Show. Human trafficking within the targeted individual community. Today is Sunday, April 16, 2017, 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Our topic, the Illegal Aliens Mafia, Part 9. Tonight's speaker, Professor Solange Martinez. And the topic tonight is the con of the taxpayers. How this mafia takes the money, gets the money, and it's paid. Without further ado, I'd like to present to you Professor Solange Martinez. Professor Martinez, welcome. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Tonight, we're on already Illegal Aliens Mafia, Part 9, The Con of the Taxpayers. yeah, I guess uh, the best way to do it before we go right into it, when, Professor Martinez, did you realize with all your years of research of this mafia, did you realize how much they were ripping off? When did it start? When did you connect the dots and realize, well, oh my God, they're ripping off the taxpayers? Well, when I uh, saw that it was not only uh, my mother uh, or myself, that it was uh, many other people because I uh, started to contact different government officials and different government offices. And then uh, I was informed uh, confidentially because the uh, lives of the people that informed, informed me of this um, could be at risk. Uh, they told me that uh, um, uh, thousands upon thousands, uh, if not millions, of uh, people used to call the same offices with the same complaint um, and um, they couldn't do, this person couldn't do anything about it uh, because um, this person was only a worker in uh, one of these offices. Uh, offices. And, and they, um, I was told that um, there was no way out. Uh, then I found out uh, during my research that the um, uh, illegal aliens mafia was called uh, the octopus uh, because it, it has hands uh, all over the uh, country, all over the place. Uh, so if you went to um, one um, government office uh, and you went to another one and to another one and to another one, you would find that um, they have hands, their uh, tentacles uh, uh, were all over the place. and. Uh, uh, you could uh, not get anywhere. So I said to myself, if these people um, are, are all over the place, this is not like, a, you know, a three or four people operation, uh, like a gang. This is not like a small gang. Uh, it is a very, um, it must be very big. And then I found out uh, uh, during my research that um, Congress people, senators, um, 
uh, attorney generals, uh, governors, and a lot of uh, people within our government were uh, in it um, for a piece of the pie, and that uh, this uh, mafia uh, was producing billions and trillions of dollars uh, from the taxpayers, and the country uh, was sinking into a, a high um, a poverty level, and the taxpayers uh, were paying uh, taxes, a lot of taxes, um, and they, the more they worked, the more um, uh, poor they became, and the uh, illegal alien mafia members uh, became uh, richer. Uh, and so I figured if this is uh, what is going on, then uh, there must be a lot of uh, uh, individuals involved in this, and uh, then I started to experience assassination attempts because, as you know, my mother and I are endangered persons, and we have been um, moving uh, from one place to the next to the next uh, to the next like gypsies uh, in order to preserve our lives. Like um, from uh, 712 West 175th Street, um, New York, New York, in Manhattan, New York City, we have to flee. Uh, to Yonkers, New York, to 34 Highland Avenue, apartment 2 Diaz in David, Yonkers, New York. Um, and um, from before uh, uh, 175th Street uh, and before Yonkers, we were living in New Jersey, in Dover, New Jersey, where we uh, had our half a million dollars home. Um, it was uh, uh, evaluated and it was uh, not exactly half a million. It was 450,000 something, so almost half a million. And we had to flee there because um, a judge that I reported for being an illegal alien mafia member and for trying to assassinate my mother in order for and myself in order for in order for her to steal uh, our home uh, in New Jersey to give it to uh, illegal alien mafia members. Um, we lived there, and we had to flee there, so we went to Manhattan to 175th Street, um, 712 West, 175th Street, and then from there we went to Yonkers to uh, 34 Highland Avenue, and from there uh, we came uh, eight hours away to upstate New York, to Lima, New York, 1449 Rochester Street, uh, uh, lot 18, um, Lima, New York, 14485. And from there, we had to flee and uh, go to um, um, another county in um, uh, Rochester, which uh, then I found, uh, I found out, of course, it, it is, uh, this county is controlled by the illegal aliens mafia, uh, just like New York City, the five boroughs, uh, Queens, Brooklyn, Bronx, Manhattan, and Staten Island are illegal aliens mafia controlled um, territories. So as you can see, I am endangered, and my mother is uh, an endangered person because, in fact, uh, we discovered that this was not like a local thing that was happening to a, a little group of people. I discovered that it was happening to millions of uh, American citizens, and uh, then I became an endangered uh, person because of this. And, you know, that's what made me, when I saw your video on YouTube and I asked you to come on the show, a lot of the 
things that were happening to you and your mother are happening not only to my my sister and I, but to a lot of uh, targets in the community. Now, um, when you realize it's one point to think, uh, when you realize it's not just happening just to my mom and me, but how they, and you then you put two and two together. Where if they're interconnected like this, there's got to be thousands of United States citizens that are being preyed upon. Um, and it doesn't mean you could still be a target and be employed and work. I want everyone to understand how this mafia modus of apparatus really works. They tag you. The gang stalking begins. We're familiar with that. Huge um, volumes of people are following you. You may still be employed, target, but what they have is your name, date of birth, social security number. So, for example, I can stay on the west side of Chicago, but someone's using L. Whistle on the, on, well, really, in Cook, that's Cook County. Someone in Lake County is using my name, applying for Section 8, applying for food stamps, using my, and if I'm uh, disabled, applying for my Part uh, A or B of my Medicare. They're already applied for Medicaid. They're in another county, and the computers do not talk to each other. That's why this scam can really jump off. But just when you think that's bad, oh, I'll get another job, that ain't so bad. Oh, yes, it is bad. If you own property, say you bought a home, they will steal it out from under you with your fraudulent documents. Have you moving around like gypsies? Because every place you move and you stay for a few months and you get illegally evicted, as Professor Martinez spoke last week, there's money to be made. But they give you that 10 days notice after you paid rent for two months. Good standing, but we want you out of here. Your landlord and the illegal alien mafia members have already used your name, date of birth, address, to apply for government benefits when a person has no place to live. You can get first month and last month rent paid, clothing, furniture, um, who knows whatever emergency necessities are needed when a person is homeless. They've applied for those, and a week or two later, they've got the check from the government. You're still out on your ass, homeless and begging around for shelter, and your name and credentials have already been used, then they get close to $10,000. Do you understand why it's monetarily at an advantage to always illegally evict us? The name of the game is money. It's all about the money. And remember, that uh, $10,000 or $15,000, because uh, in New York City, I don't know if you know it, but in New York City, the rent is very high. Uh, a very small apartment with one bedroom can cost you uh, $1,500 per month. So if you're living in New York City, like my mother and I, uh, we're living there for about um, um, five or 12 years, I mean, uh, 10 or 12 years, uh, every time we moved, and we moved uh, about eight times, they would collect like $15,000 because they would tell the taxpayers uh, well, this um, woman is uh, elderly. She's chronically ill. She needs a lot of attention. She needs um, uh, every time she moves, she she needs um, a home attendant uh, and uh, three uh, three home attendants because they had my mother uh, with um, a home attendant from eight o'clock in the morning until four o'clock uh, in the evening, and then from four o'clock in the evening until twelve o'clock at night, and from twelve o'clock at night uh, until eight o'clock in the morning because my mother is chronically ill with epilepsy, multiple sclerosis, osteoporosis, scoliosis, uh, liver problems, um, uh, pancreatic problems, uh, tumors in her thyroid, 
and three cancer oper two cancer operations, and uh, she got cancer as a consequence uh, of uh, lack of um, medication and lack of medical care. She got cancer a third time. So they tell the taxpayer, oh, this poor woman needs uh, so many uh, uh, things. So these um, um, home attendants, uh, they get about $30 per hour, uh, and they uh, supposedly have been taking care of my mother since um, uh, 2001. It is now 2017, and imagine how much money the taxpayers have had to pay for three salaries for people that my mother never saw. And also, um, they have to tell they tell the, the taxpayers, well, since this woman is chronically ill and her daughter, uh, Professor Martinez, is taking care of her, Professor Martinez cannot work, so she also needs um, a, a Section 8 um, money for uh, a off, which is money in cash. She also needs uh, money for clothing, money for furniture, it's uh, money for medication, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And they make a lot of money every time uh, my mother and I moved in New York City, within New York City. Now, when we moved eight hours away from New York City, uh, the Illegal Alliance Mafia member Kevin McGuire, uh, who is ruthless um, and uh, a very uh, merciless uh, assassin, he um, asked the taxpayers, well, you know, um, I have to get this uh, $20,000 because they're moving eight hours away. Um, we have to transport, transport the, the furniture. The furniture now is all um, uh, broken up because of the moving, the constant moving. She has moved uh, at least eight times, uh, and uh, I have to buy new furniture for her. So he got money for televisions, for um, a living, living, room, living room set, for a, a kitchen set, uh, furniture for a bedroom set uh, for her and for myself. So he got a lot of money. Plus, uh, I, was, um, I, uh, I was informed that um, he uh, put us in domestic violence um, programs to get money uh, that way also. Uh, even though my mother was, uh, was uh, divorced, she has been divorced since 2001, and it, it is now um, 2017, and when we moved, it was 2016, when we moved eight hours away from New York City. So she still, he still had her as uh, a domestic violence um, a, a program person, and he also got me into that program. Uh, as I understand that I am also disabled, and somebody else is getting my disability check uh, because I have a, a leaking heart valve. Uh, and I was offered a disability, and I said, are you, are you crazy? I can work, and I am a productive member of, member of the society. And I am a very good teacher. I was one um, of the best uh, teachers in your state. Uh, and uh, you, you, uh, I went to the FBI. I took a test. I blew up the FBI scale. I got 103 on the test in, instead of 100. And I was told that in 30 years, nobody had done that. And you want me to become disabled? I'm not disabled. I can't work. Um, and the persons who told me that had connections uh, with uh, DSS, Department of Social Services. So after that, I found out that somebody was disabled uh, and collecting uh, with my um, name and social security number. And after that, I found out that um, Illegal Aliens Mafia member um, Sergio Vasquez 
uh, who is working uh, with uh, another name, another identity, as Sergio Kilmanoix, a Jewish uh, name. Uh, he's Dominican, but he's saying that he's Jewish. He is an Ingalenias Mafia member and a drug lord. He refinanced his apartment with my social security number in my name without my knowledge or consent at 712 West 175th Street, um, New York, New York, 133, uh, and that's between Broadway and uh, Fort Washington Avenue. And then when I found out that he refinanced um, his apartment uh, with my name and social security number, as if, you know, somebody signed for me, uh, I uh, notified the FBI, I notified uh, the Attorney General, the Inspector General, um, I notified uh, the uh, Federal Trade Commission, the um, uh, all the, the uh, uh, federal, state, and local authorities, and they did nothing. And and that's because they also get a piece of the pie. So you can imagine how much uh, money they make off the taxpayers to be able to give money all around to a lot of people and uh, give them a lot of money. They must be doing uh, very well. And I found out um, later on that every time you move, uh, they don't only uh, get money for your moving, you know, the, your furniture, uh, your clothing and everything. They um, get uh, in your place where you live, uh, when they illegally evict you, they put illegals in your place with your identity and, and uh, government uh, social security number to get the government benefits that you are supposed to get. So every time my mother and I moved, they uh, sold our uh, place at, in that building um, to uh, illegal aliens uh, and illegal aliens mafia members to get the benefits that we were supposed to get and we never got. Well, I want to go into one thing as we're listening to this and we'll keep going on to the various cons this mafia uses to um, rip off the United States uh, taxpayers. Uh, first off, when you're explaining, you know, how they get uh, money when we move and, and able to open duplicate, when our identities are stolen, lots of illegal aliens are now using our name to get government benefits. And I guess the part I really want everyone to understand um, is how are they able to do this? Don't, don't the computer systems talk? Wouldn't uh, Should we report this to the um, Department of FBI for identity theft? Will that help us? And I'm sure you've tried all those uh, avenues as well, Professor Martinez. What happened when you called or made contact? Well, right? um, when I contacted, I did it. I always did it in writing, but then I called to follow, uh, follow up. And when I contacted the FBI, the uh, federal agency agent uh, who was supposed to give me her, his or her complete name, first and last name always refuse to give me their last names. And that's an indication that they are doing something illegal and that they are doing um, uh, something that's not right. Because if you're a government uh, employee, you're supposed to identify yourself upon request. Um, and they always refuse to give you, uh, to give you uh, their last name. So when I contacted the uh, person in charge of the FBI for the state of New York, um, I, uh, I was told that uh, he, he couldn't speak with me, so I wrote him a letter. I sent the letter. They received the letter, and that's it. Uh, when I called and I spoke to um, a, a lady and then a gentleman, 
Uh, I was not given their last names, and I was told that they were going to look into it. Look into it means uh, we're not going to do anything about it. And they never did anything about it. We have been uh, moving around like gypsies uh, for about uh, 10 years now, and uh, 10 to, 15, uh, to 17 years, and no, nobody has done anything about it. We also contacted the um, uh, Organization for the Housing Hot, H as in Harry, U as in Under, D as in David, um, and um, we found out that that was as corrupt as, uh, as the word corrupt. Um, we uh, were told that um, the people, the Section 8 um, buildings where we filled out applications to get Section 8 um, it could, uh, even though they had 48 apartments or so for my mother and I, uh, they could deny the apartments to us uh, and could make up any excuse, you know, uh, you're too short, you're too tall, whatever excuse that they could make up, uh, they, they, they would. And uh, we filled out uh, application in, in for Section 8 uh, in Austin, in New York. Um, they uh, got uh, the, that Section 8 and sold it to an illegal alien. We filled out applications uh, in Yonkers, New York, um, and all the towns around, and they got all those uh, Section 8 and all uh, those applications. They, they got the Section 8, and they sold it to illegals, uh, illegal aliens. Uh, so they got free rent. Uh, from us and from the taxpayers and free um, places to live. And uh, besides the Section 8, they have something that's called housing, which is not Section 8 because Section 8 is a voucher that they um, give you uh, uh, if you qualify, like my mother and I. Uh, and uh, they sold the Section 8. The uh, price for the Section 8 uh, um, was uh, um, $8,000. And uh, they also... Um, uh, sold the uh, housing, which is uh, a building that uh, you can live in uh, and you pay like uh, $100 um, uh, per month or so, very little, and uh, everything is included, the electricity, the gas, everything is included, and they also sold those. So every time my mother and I filled, uh, filled out applications for Section 8 and housing and senior citizens' buildings, they had those 40 or 80 applications because I'm very diligent. Uh, I, I filled out a lot of applications, uh, and um, they got those um, about 80 um, uh, apartments uh, in um, Section 8 uh, that uh, applications that I filled out and sold it to illegal aliens. So they, they got the um, benefits for which my mother uh, and I have been working for dozens of years in this country have been paying taxes and have been doing everything correctly uh, and civil like uh, a good citizen um, should do. And uh, the, ben the beneficiaries were the illegal aliens that came into the country illegally, violated uh, U.S. law, and uh, got uh, falsified documents and uh, other people's identities. So they got rewarded for uh, our hard work and for doing things uh, illegally. And we had uh, we have been penalized um, for doing things correctly. Now, um, the point we're making in bringing it on tonight, part nine, of conning the taxpayers. Uh, this mafia goes well and beyond just 
stealing governmental packages. They will also steal, is that correct, uh, real estate property. If you own a home, uh, inheritance, I think the banks are involved with a lot of fraud, um, as well as uh, antitrust violations. There's a lot of RICO violations that surround this about money. The name of the game is money. So if your dad worked years and bought the family home, the illegal aliens mafia will try to illegally steal that home and take it and kick you out. Is that correct? Yes, this is what happened to my mother and I after uh, we uh, escaped from the assassination attempts of uh, George Barbara Sokasari uh, from Morristown, uh, New Jersey. We came to uh, New York City, so we had to apply for Section 8 and housing in the Bronx, in Manhattan, in Ossining, in Yonkers, New York, in um, Bronxville, you name it, all the little towns around there in Westchester County, we applied uh, for Section 8 in housing in uh, different senior citizens' apartments, including in, 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 the, uh, in the five boroughs of New York City, especially Bronx in and in Manhattan. So we moved um, to uh, New York, but before we moved to New York, uh, and we had to flee uh, the assassination attempt of uh, George Barbara Sokasari from uh, Morristown, New York. Um, I was uh, teaching, uh, since I am a certified teacher with a dual license in uh, New York and New Jersey, uh, I was working as a teacher uh, earning $42,000, I believe, uh, if I remember correctly. Uh, in um, the uh, Dover uh, Public Schools, and um, they uh, stole. When you're a teacher, they paid you also uh, the summertime, even though you don't work the summer. So they paid you uh, for the summertime, and if you work the summer, they uh, pay you on top of that uh, because they are paying you um, your vacation when you don't work on the summer. But if you work on the summer, they pay you extra money. So they stole my um, salary uh, because when you are an illegal aliens mafia victim, they steal your salary and they steal everything that they can steal from you. Even the hair on your head, they can they, they will steal from you. So after they stole my salary, um, they, uh, they had me fired. Uh, I uh, did some investigations. And I found out that they had uh, spoken to children, which is child abuse, and told the children to say that I, I did something wrong to them or that I would, you know, push them or that I would um, uh, yell at them or something wrong. And then um, they could have me fired. But before that, I got very sick, and I, um, uh, I, uh, I couldn't continue with the school year. So they fired me because I, I got sick. And after that, I was not hired anywhere else. Of course, uh, then I found out um, uh, uh, later on that they had somebody working with my credentials as teachers and uh, getting welfare benefits in New Jersey also. Um, and um, since I couldn't get a job, uh, I couldn't pay the mortgage. And every time I, I went to um, apply for a job, they would contact the person and tell them uh, two things. Um, if you hire her, uh, uh, be prepared to to deal with the consequences. And if you don't hire her, we will give you um, money in the in the form of government benefits, welfare benefits, uh, of course. Uh, and so they tried. They do two 
two things uh, to uh, uh, steal your property. They make sure you don't get a job, and they contact your prospective employers, uh, and they either threaten them uh, or um, give them the taxpayers' money in the form in the form of welfare benefits and government benefits, and also in the form of jobs. Uh, they they will tell them, well, if you need a job, and um, Paying a lot, of, uh, getting paid a lot of money. We can get you a, a job if you don't do this. So they go through these steps um, and they prevent uh, the uh, citizens from being able to pay their mortgages uh, and from being able, being able to uh, pay their, their their homes, the taxes or whatever. And the end result of that is that um, you lose your property because uh, you are unable to um, continue to pay for it. So you will uh, be forced out. Um, in, the case of my, in the case of my mother and I, we moved uh, to New York, and we, uh, I stayed in the home living there for a, a few years before they, uh, I, was, I lost uh, uh, the property, before the, the bank got the property because I was unable to pay it because of the, uh, what I just explained. Uh, the harassment, the antagonism, and the persecution, and the spying on my mother and I, making sure that they knew where I went for a job, uh, who I associated with, and who talked to me, and, uh, and my mother, and who um, was uh, going to help, help us in any way, shape, or form so they could uh, contact this, that person and say, you know, if you appreciate you, yourself, and your family, and your well-being, you will stop having uh, all contact with these two uh, citizens. And that's what they do with millions of citizens. That's how we have um, 80, millions, uh, of American, 80, million, 80 million American citizens whose uh, jobs and um, government benefits have been gotten by uh, the illegals in our country and the illegal aliens mafia members. It's horrible. That's a lot of uh, American citizens. And what they're doing right now to the citizens, they're only like thinking, well, if we've got 80 million, we can even get the younger American citizens that are still on their jobs and in about a year or two will ruin their lives and steal their identities. Is that correct? Oh, yes. And I have to tell you, um, they start training their um, illegal aliens mafia members uh, since they, they are uh, babies practically because I have seen uh, four years old, uh, four, four years old and five years old at the library uh, being monitored by their parents who are illegal aliens mafia members and being taught how to use the cell phones to go um, take a picture, a video of my mother uh, in the library in uh, myself, so they can um, forward that video to the Illegal Aliens Mafia members uh, under Kevin McGuire in Westchester, New York, uh, and tell them where we are to make sure that we cannot get in contact with any uh, news reporters or anybody who can assist us in any way, shape, or form. Um, what are your views, Professor Martinez, on reaching out for all of us uh, on the media, the news media? How is that operating um, in relation with the uh, illegal alien mafia? Well, uh, the uh, illegal aliens mafia uh, has a lot of millions and trillions of dollars that they have stolen from the taxpayers um, by the, the different ways that we have uh, discussed in our uh, programs. 
uh, and they have uh, unfortunately bought uh, the media, many members of the media, uh, and other members they have not uh, bought uh, because they are uh, patriots and they love this country, and uh, they are not willing to uh, let the illegal aliens mafia um, uh, erase our, our culture and erase the, the American uh, way of living. So you have to contact the uh, people that, uh, and the, the journalists and the uh, news channels that I have suggested, and I will continue to uh, post them uh, on my uh, Facebook account. I also uh, found a way to post it in my YouTube account. But uh, do not contact ABC, CBS, uh, MS, um, uh, um, uh, ABC, CNN, uh, or um, any news channels that um, are not related to uh, an honest, uh, the most honest channel that uh, I currently uh, see now is, is Fox News, um, because all the others I have uh, tried to contact, uh, and they are bought and paid for, ABC, CBS, CNN, um, the uh, um, Channel 12 from uh, Westchester County, um, uh, the New York Times, uh, a lot, uh, the um, Daily News, uh, New York Post, a lot of um, media, media people uh, who uh, are supposed to be um, giving the public the, the truth and uh, defending our nation have been paid by the illegal aliens mafia and they will not uh, help you in any way, shape, or form because what I found out they do is that they contact not the news reporters, they contact the director of the news department, and they give the money to him or her, and he or her, uh, in turn, tell the news reporters what to cover and what not to cover. So if, you, if a news reporter, for example, if a news reporter wants to help you and he says, well, this person um, needs a kidney transplant, uh, she has, she's compatible with uh, her sister, and uh, the doctors are illegal aliens mafia doctors uh, who are criminals uh, working as doctors, and they are, instead of uh, giving, providing them with uh, medical uh, care, which is the legal thing to do, they are antagonizing them and terrorizing them every time they go to receive their medical care, their, um, which they are entitled to, to receive. If uh, news reporters uh, think this way, and the, the news director tell them not to cover your story, they will not, they are unable to cover your, sto your story because uh, they will lose their jobs. And I have contacted uh, many of them. I uh, contacted an African-American uh, lady um, from one of the news uh, uh, stations, the news channels that I have uh, just mentioned, and uh, she lost her job when I when I called, they told me that she she had been fired uh, because uh, I was told by told by an illegal aliens uh, mafia member um, that if I uncovered this story, if I um, uh, went to the press with with the, the rape and uh, torture of uh, a six months old little girl and of a one year and something old little girl 
that um, I was going to be persecuted and hunted down uh, until I'm dead. Uh, when I went to the news um, channel that I said before, the African-American lady that had the guts to um, say, I'm going to cover this story, got fired. So, and that's what happens with all the news channels that I mentioned, uh, except for um, uh, Fox News, because uh, as I have seen, they uh, are, are um, saying the truth, uh, especially when they uh, show that the Clinton's um, team paid somebody, uh, I think it was uh, $2,000 plus an iPhone, they paid a lot of people who were um, getting welfare benefits and uh, being involved in uh, uh, healthcare um, uh, places, uh, supposedly because they were they had mental problems. They were paid two thousand dollars and an iPhone to go and um, act violent in uh, Mr. Trump's rallies, and then blame it on Mr. Trump and say that his followers were violent people and that he was a Nazis, uh, a, a, um, a violent person, when in reality they were uh, doing the, the exact same thing that they are doing to us, uh, paying people to follow us around, paying people to uh, become violent, and then say that we are, um, I don't know, schizophrenic or uh, bipolar or, you know, conflict person, conflictive person, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera when in reality they are the people who are criminals, who are sending criminals to us to um, start trouble and make, uh, make it look like we are uh, the troublemakers. And right now we're in uh, April of 2017. Um, most of our, uh, I don't want to say reputable because they're dirty, most of our known media, ABC, CBS, uh, NBC, um, CNN, which I think we all know about because of the whole Trump election campaign. He outed them already if they're rigged and dirty. Where would one turn if we wanted to tell our story to the media? Who would we go to? Channel 4, Fox News, Channel 4. I don't know um, what channel is in other places, but it's Fox News. Uh, and also... Um, the uh, um, uh, enemies of the illegal aliens mafia uh, that I listed for you guys uh, in my Facebook uh, on my Facebook uh, page, uh, I also listed them. Uh, well, I sent it to your new your talk show um, uh, program, and I will continue to list them so you will continue to see it uh, to see the list on my Facebook uh, page. And the reason why I listed on my Facebook page um, is uh, that um, if you click on my Facebook page, uh, if you click on the link, you, it will take you right to where you need to post your complaint, um, your uh, victimization by the Illegal Aliens Mafia and its members. Uh, and uh, it, it is much easier for you to um, just click on the link and uh, post uh, your complaint. But if I list it on my YouTube channel, you will only see the names um, of the uh, uh, illegal aliens mafia enemies, and many of them are journalists who are uh, true journalists and refuse to sell out. 
So if if you see it on my uh, YouTube um, uh, news channel, you will be able to see it. Then you have to um, go and Google the name each of the the newspapers or each of the um, uh, uh, website. You will have to Google it and then find it and then uh, uh, paste your complaint or put your or enter your complaint. Whereas if you go to my uh, Facebook account, you can just click the link and it will uh, take you right where you have to put your. You ha you can uh, just um, paste your complaint and send it. Okay. Well, then at this point, real quick, uh, Professor Martinez, let me go ahead and list that in the chat and say it slowly. Everyone, listen carefully. If you not only want a list of the illegal alien mafia enemy, as well as the list of the illegal alien mafia owned, that means if you go to them for help, they're already owned, bought, and sold by the mafia, so they're not going to do jack shit for you. But the enemy is our friend. And uh, let's go ahead slowly and have that Facebook channel, because I want everyone to start looking at it. I know I have it written down in several places, but I'm going to go ahead and type it right now in the chat as well. This is the Facebook page that only are you going to get the Mafia enemies. You will also get a, a drop option where you guys can click on and put your complaint in to start your paper or shall we say paperless trail because our world is turning more into the, the computer to um, type in all our complaints. I guess they're leaving snail mail. Okay, what's your Facebook page? We'll put it in. Okay, my face, Facebook account is www.facebook.com forward slash solange.martinez.5817. And as repeated, it's www.facebook.com forward slash Solange dot Martinez dot five eight one seven. Okay, perfect. And I have it right now, you guys. I just put it in the chat for everyone to get it, and I'll have it written out. And I'm going to announce it from now on in all the calls. This is imperative because not only is she giving you a list, the enemy of my enemy, my friend. So she's got the list of the enemies. These are people that are going to work with us. But in her Facebook page provided that you also have options to click on and submit your your complaint directly. So it has the drop link and you're sending it right to them. It saves you a lot of awful lot of time, but you're certainly welcome to just copy the list and, and go again and go in under individually and submit your complaint. It is imperative that we put our complaint complaints in file. I'm not one to say phone calls aren't good. Phone calls are good if you also record the phone call. But you want to create a paper trail because when this starts breaking out and you're contacting enemies, you don't want these mafia-owned places like your AMA or complaints against the hospital to sort of look at you and say, well, we could have investigated, but we never heard from you. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. And also, um, uh, I need to inform uh, the uh, rest of the, the people that when you are being uh, harassed, uh, antagonized, and victimized by um, criminals like illegal aliens mafia members working at the Department of Social Services, the Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Services, 
and the Social Security Administration offices, when you notified a government agency and the government agency that is supposed to do something about it, that is supposed to enforce the law, doesn't enforce the law, that, pers that government agency is also culpable of, um, a, a, of the crime and it, in, in that government agency is liable in, uh, in, in legal terms, is liable for not doing anything about it. So in a sense, uh, that government agency is aiding and abating criminals who are subjugating and stealing from um, and committing crimes against the United States citizens. That's true. That's supposed true. And it hangs them more. You know what I'm trying to say? And I know the reason. There's a method to their madness. Following us around. I'm being sprayed by my neighbors. They're, they're shooting me with the uh, directed energy weapons. I was about to say, do. Um, gang stalking me profusely. If you just slow down from it and stand still, why so much high drama to do that? High drama to terrorize you, to stop you from thinking, to stop you from producing. Producing is just for a few minutes. Let me write this down and send this complaint. Because nothing's going to be faster than the Internet to go ahead and e-file this and send it to them. If I have a little more time or I'd like to send a paper trail, I do. But I know Mafia members are going to watch me at the United States Post Office. They interfere, block, destroy our mail. And a lot of times when we're going in the post office, they've got Mafia members watching us, and they'll steal the letter. Yes, because remember, the illegal aliens mafia controls uh, a, a mostly everything in our in our system because they are within our government. If I go for a job at the post office or you go for a job at the post office, they're not going to give it to you. They're going to give it to an illegal aliens mafia member. Uh, why? Because they can um, be told to do anything and they will do it because they don't have the skills or uh, many of them don't even read correctly, uh, and they uh, will get only jobs like uh, that are pay uh, that are paying about fifteen dollars per hour. But this uh, job is, is going to be um, a full cover benefits, uh, good job, good uh, vacations, etc. So they're going to give it to them because when they tell them uh, go and destroy this uh, person's mail or throw it in the garbage, make sure it doesn't get uh, it doesn't reach its destination, they will do it because they're supposed to be earning about fifteen dollars an hour and they're earning uh, seventy eight thousand dollars per year because um, they are illegal aliens mafia members and they have connections. So they are uh, getting the best jobs, and uh, that's how we got uh, millions of citizens, U.S. citizens, who are jobless and homeless, and we have millions of illegals who are who came here when they were children and who speak um, English uh, just fine, um, getting the jobs uh, that are supposed to go to the citizens and getting the uh, homes and the uh, Section 8 and the... Um, Senior citizens, uh, build, uh, senior citizens' apartments that uh, the citizens are supposed to get. So that's a reverse of roles, and then if we look in the bigger picture that I think a lot of people see, it is the ultimate takedown of a country, turning any democracy you see into a communist country. Exactly. The, that's, you know that's what it's doing, yeah. Exactly. That's what um, uh, President Obama uh, worked for, and that's why he's still in Washington, I believe, because he uh, believes that um, they're going to uh, impeach Donald Trump or they're going to assassinate him 
So he can uh, go and take over again and stay in, in the presidency like Fidel Castro uh, and his, his brother now uh, has uh, done in Cuba and like Maduro, even though has done in Venezuela, even though he lost the, um, the presidency uh, to um, his adversary, um, uh, Leopoldo, he put Leopoldo in jail, and he's still the president, even though everybody knows that he lost the presidency to Leopoldo. And that's what um, the Obama the Obama uh, and his, uh, uh, the Obama uh, followers are waiting to you know waiting uh, to see here. And um, when uh, you're a communist person like uh, President Obama. You don't care about the rights of the citizen. All you care about is what you want and the people who are with you want. Because you're going to tell me that Fidel Castro says, oh, everybody's equal. Yes, but a lot of people in, in uh, Cuba don't have anything to eat. And you're going to tell me that he and his family don't have toilet paper? You're going to tell me that Maduro and his family don't have toilet paper? They don't have milk? They don't um, have... Uh, um, uh, uh, eggs uh, for the family. Of course they do. They have everything. Um, uh, they found out that uh, uh, Chavez's daughter had uh, $2,000 million in a bank uh, uh, in, in Switzerland, I think. Uh, and the people in Venezuela are um, uh, dying of hunger. <laughs> Basically, they don't even have electricity. Uh, you are right. Um, here, we don't have anything. My mother doesn't have any any money to to buy medication to go to a doctor. Whereas the illegals have a uh, two thousand dollar cell phones. They have uh, big houses, nice cars, seventy five thousand dollars cars, and they don't have any papers. How do you explain that? You know what? I was just thinking that banks. Antitrust. I believe one of the reasons of the uh, turn, well, I say turn of the century. That's not quite right. In the 20s and 30s, we know Al Capone got arrested, you guys, on tax evasion. But a lot of thugs were beginning to get arrested in Chicago, and it was something under the bank antitrust. And I believe it's a law called um, uh, what is that uh, term when you cannot prove your unsubstantiated wealth? That's the term. Unsubstantiated substantiated wealth. And it means even if you're on books, you're saying this job pays you $15 an hour, how can you, by all accounts, afford this $80,000 automobile? It doesn't even make mathematical sense. Exactly. $15 an hour will warrant you about a job $40,000 to $45,000 a year. How can one possibly then afford an $80,000 automobile? It doesn't add up. Where's the wealth coming from? I believe in the 80s they brought up unsubstantiated wealth around Miami and Florida when the cocaine dealers, we all remember Scarface, but what was he really known for? Unsubstantiated wealth. His house, his homes, too much things. He bought too many things, yet on paper his, uh, it doesn't, he didn't have a profession and his business is what warned him to live such a lavish life, lifestyle. So they're still, again, guilty in a simple audit that's why I say banks, antitrust, can find this. But, Professor Martinez, I have to go back down to ground zero. Most of the antitrust and banking lawmakers are also corrupt. Is that what is stopping this from being exposed as well? The corruption goes through and through? 
Yes, they are corrupt because when you go to your attorney general, when you go to the the uh, nation's attorney general, um, in in that case was Eric Holder. Uh, when you go to the uh, FBI, the Federal um, Bureau uh, of Investigation, uh, and when you go to the Inspector General, uh, they are the agencies and the uh, government officials in charge to uh, enforce the USA laws and prosecute those criminals who are uh, defrauding the US, USA taxpayers and um, uh, abusing and, um, and subjugating the citizens and committing crimes against the citizens. But when uh, you contact these agencies and they don't do anything, that means that they are in it for a piece of the pie. And it is really sad because uh, you are supposed to uh, become educated. You're supposed to go to school and become educated, get the, abil the uh, abilities that you need to serve your society, to serve your country, not to steal from your society and your fellow men, and to um, make sure that they get assassinated so foreigners uh, who come here illegally can get their names, social security numbers, and their government benefits, and they can uh, live happily ever after. That's not the way uh, she thinks should uh, do, should go in a society like ours. No, it isn't. And I guess the last thing I still haven't worked out, and I'm thinking about it. When they assassinate the Americans, uh, we're okay. Does it work this way? Even though we are now killed, death uh, certificate has been generated. The illegal alien can still step into our lives because the agency that issues the death certificate doesn't record the death certificate? Is that how the fraud can continue and they can then take our identities? Well, that's, during that's my... That's corrupted too? <laughs> I wonder how they did my, it. During my research, what I found was that a lot of people, uh, a lot of illegal aliens get, into a, uh, get on a computer, they go into the system, and they can generate death certificates, marriage certificates, and other mm -hmm. documents from the computers, and, and of course they're not uh, authentic, but they uh, go and uh, since they are illegal alias mafia members, they can copy documents that way. For example, my mother um, was uh, um, uh, stopped from getting her, her social security disability check um, for three months, and then they told us that it was because she was dead. When I told them that she wasn't and that she was uh, here on the phone with me, they had no other uh, choice but to to fix that and to continue to send her uh, checks to her. But um, for you, for uh, the Social Security Administration office to be able to stop somebody's benefits, a uh, citizen's benefits, they have to, by law, get a, a death certificate. When I asked for the death certificate. They didn't want to talk about it, and they didn't want to uh, say uh, that they they um, uh, they had one. They told us that uh, somebody called and said that she was dead, and that's not enough. When you no. are, when you it? yes, when you have uh, somebody die, you have to hand in the death certificate. Otherwise, the government employees cannot touch the records; they cannot do anything. No. And it has to be verified that it's a certified death certificate, just like a certified birth certificate. It has raised, you know, it's raised. It's, it's authentic. Exactly. 
So what I uh, have noticed is that a lot of DSS, uh, because the illegal aliens mafia controls completely DS, the DSS, Social Security Administration Office, and the Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Services, because those are the, the three agencies that uh, have access to all the citizens' um, Social Security numbers and uh, personally identifiable information, which means uh, the name, address, um, date of birth, and um, Social Security number. So the Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Services, the Social Security Administration Office, and the uh, uh, DSS, Department of Social Services, they are um, illegal aliens mafia-owned because uh, they have access to the uh, information that the illegal aliens need to sell to the illegals when they come to, to our country. And so the gang members uh, that bring that, that have the connections with the coyotes that bring the illegals into the country have co connections with uh, DSS, uh, Social Security Administration offices, and the Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Services. And that's how immediately, immediately after the illegals come into our country, um, come and trespass our borders, um, they get a full cover package uh, sold to them by the gang members um, who have connections with the DSS department uh, employees, the Social Security Administration Office employees, and the um, uh, Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Services, and they give the gang members 17%, uh, uh, as I understand it. Okay, so everybody, the money has to be, oh, and I know the money's being split now because we've got people in, up in the White House and stuff getting a piece of the action. So I know right now I'm going to just take a brief break, and some of you are out there. I know I'm a TI, but am I a victim of this? Let me, let me break it down how you can feel it. If, you're, if you had to take an early retirement because of being gang stalked, you may get, uh, you know, no more than $1,200 a month. And you know what? 12 months in a year, that puts you at poverty standards. Yeah, when you try to apply for, I don't know, you need a few food stamps to get over, or the rent is too high, can someone help me out with my, you know, rent subsidy? You're always declined. Uh, how about this? You're an injured worker, and they, then they gang stalk you. So you have an injury. You can't work anymore. Or because of this targeting post-traumatic stress or the do weapons, they've injured your body. You can't work. You're trying to see medical doctors. Now, listen to this. They found a diagnosis. You've got spinal syphilitis or whatever in your neck, which is a debilitating chronic illness. Yet you go apply for your SSA, Social Security Administration. First they deny you. Then you thought, I'll go to some advocate or a lawyer. You go to hearing, and then they'll deny you. Then your medical benefits, how about this? Uh, you can also get a Social Security check if you've got uh, emotional problems. Now, you know they want to slap schizophrenia on all of us, paranoid. Uh, that's a pretty serious, just by the term, mental condition, yet you're denied for your Social Security. So you're sitting there thinking, I'm labeled crazy. I know I'm not, but I'm labeled crazy, but I'm not crazy enough to get my check. But, I'm, you know, what's up with that? That's because an illegal alien, and even when you go to your Social Security hearing over a judge, more than likely that judge is mafia-owned. And if they told them to deny it, they denied it because someone else is using it. The doctor or nurse practitioner that you go to that lies on you and say you have a mental problem yet no evaluation, they've been told to lie, put that there, yet no evaluation. And then all of a sudden they start crossing because the 
SSA hearing wants to get more information, and the doctor lied to say, I don't have enough documentation. But they had enough to label me, label me a schizophrenic. See how you can tell you're a product of the illegal alien mafia when RICO acts are over you, and when you ask a direct question to these doctors or uh, agencies writing a letter of complaint, the reasons simply don't make any sense. And they never have a reason when they kick us out of the ER and won't uh, administer medical attention, which is against the law. But they never have a reason. But they will still turn around and bill Medicaid, Medicare. They haven't done a damn thing for you, but they still going to bill you for that medical benefit. And sometimes a lot of us are even put in the psych ward. There's money in that. It's not going to make money. money. Trafficking. The name of the game is trafficking money, and they are out to – What's well, not in the blood, it's in the marrow. What I'm saying is they're going to use us any which way you can, even in death. One of these SOBs will step into our life, our life, our memories, our hard work, our, our documents that we went to school, whether it be vocational school, college, post-college. Those are the years of toil that we went in too tired but still meant to do our, our coursework, to get our diplomas. That's our shift. And some SLB is trying to go in and take my life away. And you, we all know this could not happen without what? High people in places to allow it. That's exactly right. Uh, and uh, when you, uh, because I, I went all the way to the, to the um, uh, White House when uh, uh, President Obama was at the White House, I went um, because I'm trained to do this. So I started uh, locally uh, with the local police. Uh, I realized they were illegal aliens mafia members. Um, uh, then I went to the uh, um, uh, senators and Congress people. Uh, nothing happened. I went to the um, attorney general. Nothing happened. I went to the district attorney. Nothing happened. Then the attorney general. Nothing happened. Then. The inspector general, nothing happened. And then I realized, well, these people are uh, bought, uh, and the illegal aliens mafia is a very um, powerful uh, mafia. That's why they call it uh, the octopus, because they have ten tentacles uh, all over the place. And you go here and there, and you get nowhere. If you go to the court, um, I started with $179,000. I looked for lawyers and I went to court. Um, the judges were bought. Uh, they were illegal aliens mafia because the illegal aliens mafia is very well organized. They have their own judges, their own doctors, their, their own hospitals and nurses, their uh, own um, um, senators and Congress people. So when you go uh, to um, get justice, you will not get any justice because the, when you enter, by the time you enter the the courtroom or you enter the hearing, then uh, the, uh, everything is bought uh, and uh, all the, the answers are already uh, on paper uh, for them to say to you. So you cannot get anywhere because if you pay a lawyer $10,000, the taxpayers' money is a lot more. And these illegal aliens mafia who are, for example, in DSS, um, they can write a check with the taxpayer's money for the amount that they want and then say, you know, I'm taking this amount for this and this and this, which is a lie. They are taking the money to pay off people so um, they can continue to uh, steal from 
and assassinate the American citizens uh, to continue their trafficking of government benefits and citizens' identities and continue to give uh, illegals in our country free housing, free health care, free um, uh, vehicles, uh, $70,000 vehicles, um, uh, free cell phones uh, that are $2,000, iPhones, that are all paid with the taxpayers' money. They they live quite well, and they have us uh, as starving as church uh, church mouse. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. They want to keep us go, broke and keep us down. Exactly. And when you go to uh, a person, say, for example, for pantry, because uh, they uh, don't let you get a job, they don't let you get your government benefits because all that is, is sold to illegals in our country, uh, and you're a citizen, the people at the churches and the people at the pantry places, they are also illegal aliens mafia members, so they tell you no pantry for you. Um, you mean a free pantry where they got food stocked up to be donated for the needy and hungry, you are denied. Exactly. And when you go to a church and you say, well, I lost my half a million dollars home to the illegal aliens mafia because they did this and they did this, and you show them the evidence, the uh, church people say, sorry, uh, if you're not illegal, you cannot stay. Um, but the illegals get to stay two, three, four, one year, uh, two, three, four months, one year in a church with all uh, everything paid with the donation and the taxpayers' money because the churches are given a lot of taxpayers' money because they have a tax break. So they don't pay taxes. They save all, save all that money, and guess what they use it for, for the illegals. If you um, are an illegal and you, want, you, uh, don't have a, you don't have any place to stay, you go to a church, you can stay there for months. They have, I have seen them. They have rooms in churches uh, that, are, that look like um, they have beds and they have kitchen. It looks like apartments. And the, the illegals have been uh, staying there. I have seen that also uh, in um, the illegal aliens channels, illegal aliens um, controlled channels, uh, and uh, the illegal aliens mafia uh, controlled channels are Telemundo and Univision. They have shown people living in the churches because they are illegal and uh, they don't want to be deported. So what the churches do, uh, the churches that are uh, illegal aliens mafia connected, um, they don't let ICE go through. So they, the ICE cannot deport the uh, illegals that are using uh, all the, all the citizens' identities and social security numbers because they cannot enter the church. And if the illegals are inside the church, they cannot get, uh, deport them. And now we go on to the so-called sanctuary cities or sanctuary states. Uh, if you want proof, everyone, please download it. Uh, California Governor Brown, uh, as you know, a few years ago was given quite a bit of money to fix infrastructure for the state of California. He instead used the money for illegals. And I'm talking about every county, city, uh, areas are furious, and that means Northern California as much as Southern. They can't believe that this state is falling apart, and he used the money for that. He is totally uh, illegal alien mafia owned and supported, and his appropriation of funds, that's just right in your face. The government gave me these funds to fix the roads, but I chose to spend it another way. 
and yet he, he's trying to cry to believe that the government should help them out because of this last uh, few months ago they had horrible rain and some bridge was broken. But this lets you know how backwards our politicians are acting and they are members of this mafia. You can tell it's a mafia when it just doesn't make common sense. You know what I'm saying? We're not talking, and, and that's where PC was okay for a while, but towards the end, if PC is going to make me sound stupid with no common sense, i.e. no credibility, something's going on. We're all adults. And I, you know what I mean? We, we know when things make sense. We STIs have been looking for help constantly, and they are lying. They're all in our medical records to alter them or, or slap a mental thing on us all the time. And the cops are of no help, not, not in my experience, I'm going to tell you now. In fact, the cops were pretty obvious that they were, um, they belonged to something. I'll tell you that much before I knew that. They were no help to my sister and I. In fact, a few times we went down there, I said, they act like they work for somebody else, but I don't know who. That's what I would say. They're involved with someone. Well, the, the cops that I have encountered, uh, at least in New York City, uh, uh, in, in Lima, New York, and uh, a couple of them here in uh, Monroe County, um, they act like gang members. They come to you, they intimidate you, you are trying to tell them that you are being victimized, and they mm-hmm. say, well, I'm not, um, I-, I cannot help you. Uh, like in the case of illegal alias mafia, excuse me, illegal aliens mafia member um, Esteban Diaz-Rivera, when he tried to um, uh, kill my mother and I, when he tried to um, uh, have my mother uh, be unable to call the uh, uh, emergency services by disconnecting her electricity after he rented um, uh, the space for her in the house, by the way, that's illegal. Uh, the um, the cops came here. Uh, it was one. It was a, a, a Chinese woman, uh, an Oriental woman, and a black cop. Uh, and he told me, uh, "Well, uh, he's violating the law, but we cannot do anything about it." Uh, and I'm saying, "Well, this he's disconnecting the, the basic services. Uh, he rented the space with the basic services, and he disconnected. He's disconnecting it." Uh, the uh, electricity, the heat, and the hot water, and uh, you know that it's illegal, but nevertheless, uh, you cannot do anything about it. And when they found him with a gun, um, a rifle that is used by the guerrillas in South America and in Colombia, uh, the uh, bullets were about three inches long. They said, uh, I told them, you know, I'm very afraid because he sells drugs. Um, he's being uh, a psychiatrist. He is very violent. Uh, he has the um, uh, um, patience of, of uh, a five years old when he gets frustrated. And he told me that he was going to, that he hated everybody and he hated himself and he was going to kill himself. So I assumed that he was go- going to kill us too because he was so frustrated uh, because he didn't get his way. And the police officers basically told me, um, well, uh, they confiscated that rifle, but uh, they didn't even file a police report because uh, that was a a, um, harmless gun. They're going to tell me that the bullets are three inches long, um, big enough to kill an elephant, 
with one bullet, and that is a harmless gun. And then uh, several weeks after that, they uh, robbed uh, Bank of America here in Rochester, New York, and they killed 10 people with the same type of rifle and the same bullet, the same type of bullet, 10 people, and that's a harmless gun. And that's why he didn't get arrested. He doesn't have a license to carry gun, and he did jail time, uh, 60 years, I believe he did, in jail. And when you are uh, when you are in jail, you are not supposed to um, handle guns. And they found him with a gun, and all he had to do was uh, whispered something in the ears of um, the police officers who were here, and they didn't even dare to do a police report. So that tells you right there and, and right then and there that uh, illegals are uh, in power in this country. If you're an illegal or an illegal alien mafia member, you can you can get um, a job very easily if you want to. Uh, although 90 percent, 99% of them don't want to get a job because they get free housing, free health care, and free everything. Um, so if you are an illegal, uh, you can um, uh, abuse or commit crimes against citizens, uh, even kill them, and you will not go to jail, I guarantee. Uh, and um, this uh, uh, guy, uh, he's 33 years old. He's getting Social Security benefits. He's getting a full cover welfare package, Section 8, um, which he sells, by the way, uh, food stamps. Um, free Medicaid, uh, free um, uh, medication, everything that he, all the medications uh, and the, mar the marijuana and heroin that he wants for $5, basically, because he can buy it with his uh, Medicaid, paid by the taxpayers, of course, uh, with your money and mine. And um, he can get a, he, he said that he wanted an apartment so he can live. Um, so they found him uh, an apartment, another apartment besides his Section 8, which is he's uh, uh, renting to somebody else and getting the cash. Uh, he found him a senior an apartment for uh, disabled citizens, and he now has that apartment. He wants to rent that apartment also besides the Section 8 that he's renting and move back into the house that um, from where he left. And my mother, who has worked for dozens of years of her life, this 33-year-old guy, by the way, hasn't worked one day uh, with reported uh, income. He works um, under the table with uh, his paid in cash always. Uh, and my mother, who has worked dozens of years uh, of her life, paid all her taxes, paid into the Social Security, paid um, everything and have done everything right, she has been applying for uh, Section 8 uh, housing and senior citizens' um, apartments uh, uh, for senior citizens for 17 years, and she cannot get one. That's disgusting, and that's really sad that in our society we have uh, this situation with the illegal aliens mafia and the illegals, that um, the illegals and the illegal aliens mafia members are immune to U.S. law, uh, are in charge of all the benefits uh, and get all the, the government benefits that we, the citizens, have worked for and are um, basically uh, untouchable, which is really sad because this uh, uh, governor that you mentioned, the California governor, he knows that a lot of people have gone to California. A lot of illegals have gone to California precisely because California is a sanctuary state. 
and that guy, um, uh, Ricardo Sanchez, who killed this young lady, this young American uh, lady, he said himself, I came to California because I knew that I was protected from ICE here, that I, I would not be deported. That's why I came to California. And then he killed that poor um, youngster. Uh, and uh, a lot of uh, other um, illegals have done the same thing. They commit crimes. They know that they are immune to U.S. law. That they, they know that if they are illegals, um, ICE is not going to be contacted, so they're not going to be deported. So they're basically going to the um, into the jail, or they are arrested if they are arrested. Uh, which many times they they're not because they just tell the police officers, you know, uh, in their ears or something like that. Uh, I work for this person, or I'm connected to this person, and they let them go. But if they are arrested, then uh, they uh, go before a judge and they let them go right away because they know that uh, they are connected to the illegal mafia. And then they go on the street and um, commit crimes against uh, our citizens, assassinate our citizens, rob our citizens, and they are immune to U.S. law. Like this guy, um, Esteban Diaz Rivera, besides defrauding my mother and myself, he stole uh, everything that we owed, about $20,000 worth uh, uh, of things. And he even stole our family albums where we had uh, pictures of our family and my mother's medical files because he can sell those medical files to illegals in the country who can impersonate my mother and say, well, I qualify for this, this, and this, and this is my doctor's uh, letter. These are my doctor's letters. These are my uh, medical exams, and I'm uh, Luisa Oyarsun. So they will get the um, free health care that they want, and they will get the free government benefits that they want with my mother's identity through this guy, and I spoke to the um, uh, ADA of uh, Monroe County, the assistant district attorney, and I uh, explained everything to him, and I gave it to him in writing so he doesn't forget. I asked him, tell me why he is he did jail time. He was found with his rifle. Uh, he uh, drives with a suspended driver license because he was stopped and was tested and he tested for marijuana and other drugs and alcohol, and they took away his license. He's, he drives like nothing happens with a suspended license, and he's found with a gun, heroin, and marijuana in his house, and he's immune to being arrested. And he said, the ADA told me, and this is uh, Kevin Fitzgerald from the uh, uh, Monroe County. Uh, he said, I will get back to you. Uh, I will find out why. And like all the other uh, members of the judicial system in Monroe County that I have asked, uh, and at least it has been four or five, they tell me, I will get back to you, I will find out why, and they never call me back. And that's because the illegals have uh, the um, uh, country controlled, and that's the uh, inheritance that we got from Obama, from the Obama administration. Now, Mr. Trump is trying to clean uh, clean out this mess, and uh, he's trying. Uh, he's he started to do it, but uh, he's not going to be able to to wipe this out until he gets rid of the uh, DSS, Department of Social Services, the Social Security Administration um, workers, and the Centers for Medicare and Medicaid uh, Services worker, 
because they are the one, the ones that are uh, selling our citizens' identities and our government benefits and giving them uh, our um, monies and our government benefits. So they have the power because when you have the money, you have the power. You know, that's true. And then as you were speaking uh, to this uh, last hour, Professor Martinez, you have listed various ways uh, in which this mafia, the octopus, has various ways of conning the taxpayers. And it still always comes down to elected officials, even up to the White House, as well as governmental employees, especially those that work for Centers for Medi-Cal, Medicaid, uh, Department of Social Services, and I'm trying to think of a third one that would have all of our information. Oh, SSA, Social Security Administration. The, it's only three of you guys that have absolute a- access to our names, date of birth, probably our parents' names, all the vital information about us, and it's all being used for fraud. Yet we are legitimately, some of us, I think we're disabled just being targets. I mean, some of us would love to go back to work, but we need some time and doctors and to have our bodies checked for, you know, all the other implants, because a lot of us are also tagged electronically with due weapons burning us. We need to be fully examined. Uh, but we can't even get there until these workers as well, they need to be. So that it's a full cleaning of health across the nation. They have to fire these people. Exactly. And uh, the citizens will not be saved until uh, they fired the, all the uh, leftovers from the Obama administration at the Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Services, at the uh, Department of uh, Social Services, and at the uh, Social Security Administration offices. And uh, why? Because they are the ones selling our identities and government benefits. If they don't get out the selling of our government benefits and the selling of of our uh, identities will not get out of, of our country. They need to to be stopped uh, and they need to be dismantled one way or the other. And I have no doubt that Mr. Trump is going to do that because our president is a, a he's considered a genius. First of all, he's very smart. He's very um, smart in business, so he knows how to deal with these criminals. Uh, and he, he will find a way to get rid of them. And, um, and and that's why, basically, why they want to assassinate him. Uh, but um, the sooner the better, because until he does that, uh, our country, our citizens uh, are not safe. Uh, I have people uh, who have been terrorized, like my mother, myself, you guys, uh, every time they go to a hospital. For people to be terrorized at a hospital, that means, that tells you right there, that the things are very, very uh, dangerous in the country. It's very, very sad that citizens cannot go to a hospital because they are terrorized by doctors and uh, nurses, uh, the very same people that swore that they were going to act in the best interest of, the, of, uh, of their patients, not in the best interest of uh, their packets. And also, uh, it is really sad that they uh, kid around with illnesses that they can just uh, do a Baker Act on, on anybody because a Baker Act is a law that allows government officials uh, or, or allows um, people to get a judge order uh, to uh, involuntarily um, uh, submit somebody to a hospital 
to be examined by a psychiatrist for three days um, when the person is a danger to himself or a danger to somebody else. In this case, uh, uh, Mr. Esteban Diaz-Rivera, uh, which is the prototype that I, I am using uh, as I use my mother as a case sample um, to show, uh, to illustrate my point, he said uh, when he was drugged and drunk uh, that he hated himself and he hated everybody else and he was going to kill himself. He had a rifle uh, old, uh, uh, with a lot of ammunition and he also had a handgun. They took the rifle and the ammunition for the rifle, but they didn't take the handgun. They should have taken both of them and they should have gone to uh, a judge that very night and uh, explain the situation and show probable cause. And then they should have taken him to a, a hospital where he uh, could be evaluated for three days and kept there three days to make sure that he didn't uh, kill anybody. It was a miracle that after the police left, he didn't kill my mother, myself, and then himself because uh, he was very mad because I had contacted the police after he became very violent. So in that case, um, the government officials were supposed to do a Baker Act because he was a threat to himself, and he said it, and he was a threat to people around them. The Baker Act is not uh, something that the illegal aliens mafia members working at a hospital can uh, uh, use to kill around and to get rid of somebody that they are stealing their identities, the, the identities and government benefits from. Uh, and uh, continue as, uh, with business as usual. Baker Acts uh, are not uh, things to get around uh, uh, with, and this is precisely what these uh, government officials, uh, I mean, government uh, employees at the hospital, the different hospitals, are doing with our citizens. Our citizens. They, so, and they um, are because so. nobody's monitoring them. Well, I have a question real quick, and I don't want to interrupt. Just one thing I want to clarify with you then, Professor Martinez. Even though this mafia with its octopus and tentacles will go down to, you know, we have to go to the ER, we'll tell the doctors and nurses, don't, don't, don't give her an antibiotic. We want this the staph infection to help kill her earlier. But the Baker Act, the mafia doesn't really want to do it. The employees or the hospital that figured out another way to make money uh, funneling into the psychological department, is that correct? What, or, what exactly? Well, I was trying to say, is, uh, is the mafia also in charge of the of Baker acting? Because they figured out, oh, yeah, lock her or him into a psych ward will make a lot of money while they're in there. Yes, they are using that uh, to to basically mark the the law and mark our system. They they are using that to make money. And Baker acts are not used to uh, are not supposed to be to make money. Baker acts uh, are serious uh, laws that allow mm -hmm. uh, allow government officials to do the right thing for somebody who is in danger and who is endangering the people around them. Uh, Baker Act are not for illegal aliens mafia members to make money. Like they say, okay, let's Baker Act this person, let's pay our psychiatrist who is a criminal and who is working with us uh, $800, uh, $1,000 to have somebody uh, three days in, in, uh, in a hospital when he knows and we know that that person is perfectly fine uh, and has no mental illnesses. Uh, 
they get paid uh, and they build the insurances uh, for baking, uh, for doing a Baker Act on somebody when they know that they are lying, that the person doesn't need a Baker Act, the person needs medication, and that's why the person went into the ER or the hospital in the first place. And, you know, a lot of times when I'm with my sister and we're victims, illegal alien mafia, you guys, TIs, I felt a lot of times with Lillian when we go into the ER, it's as if it's perped with people that don't belong in the hospital, but they're there. There's a little smirk on the medical receptionist. The nurses are just walking around lazy fare, kind of lazy because they know they're going to have you waiting for hours and hours. Uh, part of the exams or x-rays or blood taken, but never getting to the nitty-gritty of addressing the medical problems that brought us to the ER in the first place, and then we're released. My sister was not even seen a few times, only to go to Chicago, and she's hospitalized practically four days. She had serious pneumonia, serious problems that were never addressed, and that's the reason of my complaint. We went numerous times, and yet finally Chicago saw her, and in fact, she's sick. They're trying to kill us by not addressing our medical needs. They want us very fast to get to that grave so they can take that identity. As long as we stay breathing, talking right now, we're at risk to them because we're the genuine article. We're the real person, not one of the mafia members that they're trying to steal the identity from. Exactly. That's precisely right. You're right and on the Right on the money. Okay, the name of the game is money. This is ugly. Is there anything else, Professor Martinez, you'd like to add tonight before we try to open it up to questions and answers? Yes. Uh, one little thing that I wanted, well, it's a big thing for me, that I wanted to call to your attention. Um, the Illegal Aliens Mafia, um, our expert, uh, the Illegal Aliens Mafia is an expert in having its members um, drive uh, the citizens uh, into uh, drug um, dependencies, uh, and this is what I mean. When and that they have done that with my mother, that's why I decided to address this here. When mm -hmm. the citizens go to a hospital and they uh, have uh, their identity sold to illegals in the country, and the illegals are um, dealing drugs and getting drugs uh, through that, those citizens. For example, they have a group of citizens, they are uh, ill, they have uh, back pains or illnesses like my mother. They, she has osteoporosis, she also has um, scoliosis, and she has uh, to get medication for arthritis. So what they do is they don't give them, they don't give the citizens the medications that they need. Instead, they said they have the illegal aliens mafia doctors um, uh, write a prescription and uh, refer these citizens to um, uh, pain management uh, uh, clinics. And pain pain management clinics are clinics that are uh, controlled. Uh, by anesthesiologists. Anesthesiologists are doctors who uh, administer uh, anesthesia to people who are going to be operated on. So they deal with pretty hard, pretty uh, uh, big uh, drugs and pretty strong drugs that are going to make you dependent if you um, go to them and get uh, the drugs that they are uh, giving you for the pains that are produced for the illnesses that 
the hospitals and doctors are refusing to give you medication. For for example, my mother has osteoporosis. She needs um, uh, a medication that is called uh, atonel. The atonel medication um, it prevents her from having pain in her bones and prevents her from uh, being uh, paralyzed because sometimes she gets uh, pain so strong in her arms and legs that she cannot move them. And um, that medication, which is taken every month once, uh, and it gives a diarrhea as a side effect, uh, it, it's taken once a month. The doctors uh, are refusing to give it to her. Why? Because um, they don't want to write a prescription. So, and she doesn't have doctors because she doesn't have medical insurance. They took it away and sold it to illegals. So they say, okay, we are not going to give you atomel. Go to a pain management uh, clinic. In the pain management clinic, she's going to find an anesthesiologist that are going to give her um, drugs. Uh, it could be Percocet, it could be another big, big drug, heroin or whatever, for the patient that uh, is going to control something that uh, a medication is supposed to control, but they will not give it to her because they want her to go to a pain management clinic. They want the citizens to go to pain management clinics because the clinics are going to start giving them drugs that are, are going to make them addicted. And that way, when they, the illegals that um, are sold, the identities of the citizens uh, uh, want to get drugs, they can get all the prescriptions that they want from the illegal aliens mafia doctors and then sell those drugs on the street. So the taxpayers are going to be paying for a lot of uh, drugs uh, for supposedly for the citizens, and in reality, illegals are getting um, the identities of the citizens with the uh, citizens' um, medical um, insurance, and they can get the drugs from the illegal aliens mafia doctors who are going to prescribe a lot of them, and they can sell, uh, maybe use half or use 10% and sell 90% to drug dealers, dealers who, who sell them on the streets. But those, those drugs are bought with the taxpayers' money. So a lot of millions of dollars are on the street in that way. This is awful. And that's just by going to this pain management center. Let me get this straight. It makes it easier to dis- for more fraud, dispense the drugs, to hit the street. And, of course, the taxpayers that suffer, or the victim who needs the medicine, can't get it. It makes it even easier now. Exactly. Is that right? It makes it easy. So that means they're phasing out in a way. Uh, doctors, doctor offices, ER is going to make most of the um, the crime, the graft, the shakedown at the pain management centers. Is that correct? Exactly. Because uh, say uh, a group of citizens uh, are referred to pain management, and then that that group of citizens who in, instead of pain pain management should be given medication to get rid of the problem, medical problem but in, instead they are referred to pain management clinics, and then they get uh, a lot of prescribed to them paid by the taxpayers because like uh, medical and New York State trade Medicaid, like my mother has, uh, are paid in full 100% uh, by the taxpayers. So the person who has my, or the, the, the uh, hundreds of, of, of illegals that have my mother's um, New York State trade Medicaid and I say hundreds because in each county 
there can be one um, illegal uh, or illegal aliens mafia member that has my mother's Medicaid, a copy of her Medicaid, and they can move around around the country uh, because the Medicaid, if you have Medicaid in California, for example, you can come to New York and you can go to the hospital here and, and it will be covered. So they can, the illegals that are sold my mother's uh, Medicaid, uh, New York State spread Medicaid, can move around in the country <coughs> and they can go anywhere they want uh, and they can say, well, I need to go to a page management clinic. They're going to give them drugs. They're going to sell, like, they, maybe they can use 10%. They're going to send, sell the others uh, the other, uh, uh, to drug dealers, which in turn sell them on the streets, and they make a lot of money. But what happens? The taxpayers are the ones who paid for uh, the Medicaid 100%, not um, private medical insurances. This is ugly. Okay, um, everyone, um, thank you, Professor Martinez, for adding in. That's a, it's a con game, and they are the tentacles, the octopus of this mafia. Name of the game is money, and they know how to get it and make it. And we are suffering. And uh, whatever other uses they're using targets in the community, whether it be sex trafficking, uh, sex trafficking of your children, salacious uh, may- mayhem, that means they like to drug you, do sexual things to you and profit. Some of us are put unconscious and they use, you know, defiling things, animals, rats, to, to, again, to film you because some freak will pay a lot of money to watch that. It's like they put us on this road, this avenue of nothing but human defilement. And I can only speak for myself. Uh, for this holy week of Easter, they have really ramped it up. Um, okay. Um, We've got some good information in our community. Uh, one person mentioned yesterday, uh, this, uh, James Legal knows a lot about Twitter accounts and Periscope, and I would love to have him on if I can this week to explain that because I like to start streamlining uh, live, we guys. We can stream on Twitter's Periscope about our stories. Uh, two parts that will hopefully give us exposure to end this crime and uh, – Discuss and list our popes. We need our uh, the voice in the crowd needs to rise above and become the face in the crowd. We are human beings, not things. So at this time, Professor Martinez, if you guys have any questions for Professor Martinez, this is the time right now to star eight. I have one person on the queue. We the people have the question. We are now open for questions and answers. Okay, we the people have a question for Professor Martinez. Go ahead. Go ahead. Hello. Greetings. Hello. Greetings. Hi. I want to say Happy Easter first, and I want to say thank you, Lauren, and thank you, Professor Martinez, for being there because it seems like you're telling my story. That's what it feels like listening to you. And um, I'm having problems right now. Excuse me, I'm ill. I went to the hospital with a bad asthma attack. Plus, I have something in my left fallopian tube that was uh, removed in 2007, but all of it wasn't taken. And by what's happening to me, it's back even larger than what it was when it was taken out. <clears throat> that happened in 2004. It was removed in 2007 after a whole lot of other things that had happened. And then they would they scared the doctor away, and now... What they're trying to do to me now, what they do, every time I try to go to the hospital with this asthma, and it hurts so bad, 
no pain pill will help that pain down in my left fallopian tube. I have to use Icy Hot. And now the Icy Hot is getting where it doesn't even want to work. And from the chemicals and, and, the, and the heating of my body, my body would get so hot that I had to get ice and put my feet in a bucket of ice or put ice packs down in a pair of socks to just to calm my temperature down in my body. And uh feels like I have uh, two and a half kidneys. I have two kidneys on the right side, and I have one on my left side that never grew with my body. It's still the size of a baby's. So, therefore, that kidney, it feels like it's, it's been fried and it's hurting me so bad in my uh, left, in my back, that it causes pain all down my legs into my bones, everything. Then I have these migraine headaches, and I have uh, other problems that I don't even want to go there with. But every time I seek medical attention, they either refuse me in the hospital, but this time what they did to me was they they uh, they just told me to go to Henderson Clinic because my cousin, see, my grandfather was a, a slave owner, and uh he was good. I mean, when he was alive, everybody was really like family. But after his children's children, they're not as good as he was. And they say greed. The deal was for him to come to America was um, 10 acres of land for every child he had with the Cherokee Indians. They had 16 children. So that gave us 160 acres of land up in North Florida near Tallahassee. And I knew when I learned what how the land was gotten, I didn't want the land unless we built a multicultural art center and a hotel on it, but the family didn't want that. So I guess that's what made me, them targeted me more, although I've been targeted all my life by them. And it's just, it just uh, hurts so bad. And now I'm very ill and I'm, I've got all these problems and, Something's holding me up right now, a medication that they're giving me. But when that's gone, I shouldn't be taking, you know. Anyway, they're telling me to go to uh, Henderson Clinic. I want to put that phone number out there of Henderson Clinic. Now, they take MRIs, CT tests, x-rays, and all that, but they don't do nothing. They claim there's nothing there. So I say to the TIs, look, if we can find a doctor and get the the real diagnosis, that, that's right there. We got them right there. You understand? The name of the clinic is Henderson Clinic. The phone number is 954-735-1901. I want to know if I do what they say, go to that clinic, but why? I mean, I don't, I, I don't, I'm not on any psychotropic drugs, although I've been kidnapped. So many times I can't even remember. In 06, I'll never forget it. It was um, 12-15-06. I went to the hospital in Atlanta, Georgia. I ended up in Rome, Georgia Mental Hospital. I went in there for chronic pain because I have a neck injury where I was at the Clinton fundraiser. And... Somebody had a policeman jump me and beat me up and throw me in jail overnight. Oh the judge God. threw the case out. 
And I could not, no attorney could touch me. Nobody could touch me. My case. And I have all the, I mean, he really beat me up. He re-injured my neck. And, uh, you know, just being thrown in a place I'd never been in my life in jail, I had to sit there and it was bed bugs in there. I couldn't even lay on on the bed. In the space it was where they keep the women over for you know it was just it was a nightmare in Miami. So fast forwarding, I went to the hospital again. I'm I'm going over a lot of stuff. I'm just trying to make a long story short. So the doctor gonna tell me now here it is. Like I say, I'm hurting. I'm hurting all over. And uh. My medication just makes me mobile. That's it. And it doesn't do anything for my left fallopian tube and my kidney, or my left kidney, which feel like it's been cooked once again, I say. And uh, he told me I had to go to Henderson Clinic. Now, if it wasn't for me being online, ain't no telling what would have happened to me by now. People online told me what to do about the asthma, you know, like saline solution. And I'll tell you, it works better than that medication they give you. And uh, so I've been doing some things that uh, the uh, 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 people told me, oregano oil. And it's been keeping me where as long as I'm not moving around, you know, I can't even go cook. I can't clean my place. I can't do my laundry. but I'm still alive, but if I go back to that hospital, I'm scared to death to find out what will happen to me, and then I'm I'm chemical sensitive, so um, a lot of these hospitals and buildings and stuff, they have this chemical coming out of the AC called R14, something like that. It's the same as the FEMA trailers had, and it's dangerous for me, and they won't listen. And then when you when 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 I was trapped in in uh, that Rome Georgia Mental Hospital in 2006, they played war tapes on me. They uh, tested medication on us, and I was one of the people on the death list. One of the women, it was myself, a mother and a daughter. The sister was there too. She got the mother and daughter on the death list. It appeared to be a hospital where if you wanted, couldn't wait for her the money you're supposed to get, then all you had to do was send the person to the to that hospital and the patients that were there, they were real patients, but they were there and they were paying to live there under the condition and get the medicine that they wanted under the condition they do what they were told to do. It's a thing called Hidden Shame in Rome, Georgia Mental Hospital. Ricky Wingo, he was the one who died that night. Lucky for the, us women, you know, they started on the men's side. I, I wouldn't really say that because when I say that, I feel really bad because somebody died that saved the rest of our lives. And he died that night. And, and uh, that saved our lives. And they told me to put on a red shirt. They even tried to freeze me. But somebody I knew, I didn't know that they had any contact with that hospital or anything else. They happened to be a dog trainer. And that was where they trained the dogs. And when they saw me in there, they ran. And that's what saved my life from being frozen to death in 2006. Since then, I stopped counting 
how many times they have kidnapped me because see, I ran into this group, Freedom. And when you get kidnapped then, they have somebody calling, but I don't deal with that group any, uh, too much anymore. It turned out to be more detrimental for me than anything else, however you pronounce that word. Anyway, right now I need to be in a hospital, you know, taking care of my kidney and getting the, the surgery or whatever I need to remove this thing from my Lephalopian tube. But I don't know what to do anymore. I, I, I live in fear. I can't, you know, I, but I try to pull myself out of the fear factor because the fear factor can make you do things that you never thought you'd do. So I have to stay out of there. I have to get out of that box. What is but, the Henderson, Henderson Clinic? That's the question I have. That's, a mental, is, health, that's a mental health clinic. Mental and health? Mental health, that's a, oh, yeah, mental That's where they're trying to refer you with all your medical problems. That's right. With all these problems, I've got medical problems, including my teeth. And my eyes, I can barely see, you know, from all the chemicals that's been sprayed on me Mm -hmm. over the years. And um, that's where they want me to go. And I don't understand. what What are they saying? If you're mentally ill, you can't get physical help. And if I thought I was mentally ill, I'd be the first one to run to the mental hospital. You understand what I'm saying? But when you go to the hospital, when you get your papers and you leave, do they, uh, just curiosity, do they even outline uh, what they found medically? Nothing. They don't do nothing. Nothing. Absolutely nothing. And then I bring paperwork that shows that I I, I am chemically sensitive, chemical sensitivity, MCS, and uh, uh, what you call it, uh, the um, the pain. Uh, I forget. I can't think of the word right now. It means pain. Anyway, um, you know, it's hard to think dealing with the pain in my body, and uh, you know, trying to you know stay normal, knowing what's going on with me, and knowing that when the when the medic this medication runs out. Then I'm in their clutch, clutches unless someone I get some help somehow, and it don't look like that's going to happen. So what I want to say is, if I disappear and you can't find me, that's the number to call. That nine five four seven three five nineteen zero one. Maybe people should call it before. You understand? They they do anything to me, and then I don't know. I just don't know what to do. Yes, I don't know if to sit here and wait until I'm in trouble and have to call an ambulance, which they will still call the police like they did Barbara. Barbara Dawson, it was on Crime Watch Daily. Barbara Dawson was a, a was another black woman lived up in northern Florida. She was going through, I'm pretty sure, the same thing I'm going through. She may even be related to me if I look it up. I mean, if I really had, you know, what it takes to find out more information on her. I'm pretty sure that Barbara also went to her family. And I believe her family is behind what happened to her, just like my family is also behind what's happening to me. My cousin had my brother bring me to where he was in Florida like they were going to help me. But when I got there, only thing he wanted to do was send me, send me to his mother's doctor 
Dr. Pass, the woman didn't even look in my face for 15 minutes. My cousin, Lucy, was doing all the talking, and I left out of there with paperwork that said schizophrenia on it. That's what my family needs me to be, you know, and I think and my family is also behind this. They, he called, see, my cousin, Albert Hawkins Jr., he was a principal of a school for years in some parts of Jersey. Where at in Jersey? I, I don't know. I, I just can't. I don't know. But it's in New Jersey. And he retired about 20 years ago. He was horrible. He used to sit and talk to me about how the teachers come and complain about the mold in the school and what he, what he did to them, and he laughed about it. He is a monster. And I want him to be brought down. I hate to say that, but he harmed and hurt too many people. I'm family. If they would do what they're doing to me, just imagine what they do to somebody that's not related to them. That's how I look at the picture. But I want to say to to, to Miss Martinez, you are the light of my life. You come here with the telling my story. <laughs> I mean, my entire story. I mean, like the union. I was in the union. I was a waitress in Beverly Hills, Beverly Hilton, in Beverly Wilshire, in Century Plaza, all those places. And you know how much, for for 10 years I worked in Beverly Hills. You know how much I get for my pension? $17 a month. That's what I get. So when I hear you what you're saying, I'm going, that's what happened. You understand? And, I, and I'm alone. I, I have uh, no one to turn to that help me with anything. You understand? Basically, what I really need, I can't. I have, you know, I don't have that. I was in the anti-war movement. I was in many, many movements. I was going down into the poor neighborhood, teach the poor how to help themselves. The media, when I said that, they did an article on me about that. And I and I said, all people have to do is look around their homes and find things that they no longer needed, donate it to the poor. Let them take that those items, sell them. And the money goes back into what you have to have for foot soldiers. You don't just give them money. You don't give them money at all. Your foot soldiers go investigate and take care of the problem. You understand? But it has to be clean. Anyway... They didn't like that. They didn't want that to happen because of the Bush Gore thing that was happening. This was in 97. Anyway, so that's what I want to say. And thank you, Lauren, for allowing me to speak. And thank you, uh, everyone, for listening. And and uh, Professor uh, Martinez, and God bless us all. You know. So. God bless to uh, Elvira, can I ask you a question? Um, sure, dear. Can you um, um, email me or um, I know you have my um, contact information, my Facebook account. Can you email me your, uh, first of all, um, what state are you in right now? Are you in Florida? I'm in Fort Lauderdale, Fort Lauderdale, Florida. Florida, okay. Yes. Um, can you email me um, your uh complete name, your age, address, and phone number, because... Yes, you have it. 
Okay, because they you have it. Lorna, Lorna, remind you, you know, later. Uh, you oh, have yeah. all that information. Um, I could put it on Facebook to you. Well, wait a minute, oh, Actually, Elvira, go ahead. He said it was an error in your address. Put all of that down so she can call you, and I can message uh, <laughs> Professor Martinez via Facebook or her email. Yeah. Both of those. You know what I mean? I'm like, I can put it in, not, on, not on the page of Facebook, but the messenger. Only she's a yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. And uh, start on something. And I was about to say, I have uh, there's too many enemies within our own group, you know, that, you know, you know the things that have happened to me. And it just seemed oh. like our group is not what it should be. And someone, we should be trying to make it what it should be, what it should have been been. been. Like when I started with Amy Anderson in Richmond, when I went there, Derek told her to contact me. I went to live with her for a little while, and I used to feel sad and tell her about the anti-war movement, how I marched with the Haitians, with the Immokalee workers, you know, the poor and the things that I did. And so I told her if she go over to her senators, you know, to the to the meeting that they have the each each month and try to get one of those people on her side, then what we can also do, you know, to to make this targeting thing, uh, if they don't listen, each state will be ready, and we have to have someone in office to help us with the protest that I'm talking about doing. And, and uh, like here, we did it in 2003 for the wrongful death of two young men. We had one of the senators join us, and that senator got us two city dump trucks and two police officers in two hours to shut down I-95, and we did it. And when we were were shutting down I-95 North, and because of the way we did it, the rubberneckers shut down I-95 South. So the whole thing was closed down for two hours, and uh, that's what we can do. But but nobody listen. Everybody just get quiet and say nothing. So uh, okay, uh, okay, Lauren. Well, uh, okay. Uh-huh. I asked uh, I asked you um, your uh, name and address and age. Um, yes, sixty six. Well, you have all that all that. And Lauren, or when when we when, I guess when the call is over. Okay. Oh, yeah, but you're on Facebook. Okay, yeah, but you're on You're on Facebook too. You you know how to messenger so Yes, I'm on Facebook. Elvira Williams, number two at aol.com. dot com. Okay. Yes, you can messenger messenger me. Uh, yes, I go on your page okay. and I make sure I post from your page too on my page. Yes. Post, yeah. Uh, because if uh, what what happens to you happens to a lot of uh, illegal aliens, mass addicts, when they go to a hospital, they yeah. run all the tests, the correct tests, to find out what the citizens have. And what they do to the citizens is that they say, oh, if they find out all the wrong things, they they say to the citizens, oh, uh, nothing is wrong, everything is fine, but the citizens have, you know, problem with the liver, problem, problem mm-hmm. with the uh, and pancreas or, or, or other problems. But Absolutely. They have, the results, they have the, the true results, but they lie to the citizens and say that everything is right. So they refuse medical care to the citizens, 
and they use those documents for illegals and illegal aliens mafia members to get uh, government benefits and say, well, I'm sick. You know, when they sell your identity to the, the citizens' identities to the illegals, they have the medical files of the citizens already, so they give it to the illegals, and that way the illegals get government benefits and free medical care because they use the, the um, health care of the citizens. And that has happened to my mom. It has happened to um, a 70-year-old youngster. Uh, mm -hmm. It has happened to an 80-year-old uh, in... Um, in uh, uh, upstate New York uh, that I interviewed, it happens to a lot of people. What they do is they get, they do the right test. They find out uh, what you have. So they know what you have, but they tell you that you don't have anything and refer you to a mental clinic. Right. My, my, uh, what I'm going to do is I'm going to, uh, I have the name of the mental clinic, Henderson Clinic. Henderson Clinic, yes. But they did know, this to me. They injected what somebody in my left fallopian tube. They did that to me while I was in the hospital in 2004 with an asthma attack because they wanted me to stop protesting them, stop protesting, because I'd get me a piece of board real fast, and I would write on it, and I would go protest hard. Whoever I felt needed to be protested, I would protest them, including the NAACP. So this is why I'm stuck like chunk, you know. They had this injection put in me. They, I got beat up at the Clinton fundraiser. That's why my neck is up. I went to the college, the Nova University, to get a one, two, six. And I got my whole mouth all messed up. And it was because of all the hoopla I was going through from the Clinton fundraiser, from uh, living in Venice Coe's apartment, where the mold was so bad it was in my food, in my clothes. My grandchildren was going to the hospital because of it. And then I was going to move into the, build, the new building they was building. I was just standing there until that building was finished. Then when the building was finished called the Venice Coves Apartments in Fort Lauderdale, there was this woman, she wanted to come into the country. And I was the only one that they could, you know, they don't open, they just open the buildings one by one. Well, they have to open one building, then wait. Well, the woman couldn't wait. So she must have paid the president of, you know, that organization and Chrissy Parrish, the girl that worked as the manager there. And uh, so I ended up sleeping in my car. And then after that, I... I ended up moving into a building where Chrissy Parrish used to work, Bridgewater Place, on 44th Street. It was a place for people 55 and older. After that, when I protested the NAACP, they, and I thought that they would ask me, see the homeowner say, let's protest the NAACP. They sent me an email, told me they were going to send out the press release, and that they were going to protest at the convention of the NAACP in 2003. So I said, okay. But then when push comes to shove, they backed out. But I felt that we needed to do it. So I went down with my sign and said, no aid for the afflicted, counting on protection, NAACP. Then there was Al Sharpton. So I okay. waited. First two days I was inside, but I think it was the second day I was there, that's when Al Sharpton came up. But people was running up to him. 
when their pictures taken with him. So I just they stood by the door, and I waited for him. Then when they when they were finished with them, and I, and I, he was coming towards the door where I was standing, I said, Mr. Sharpton, I said, you see my sign, Mr. Sharpton. I said, you see my sign. So he he was fixing his his tie and and uh, his suit and looking at me like he looked over a pair of glasses. And so he nodded his head, then he opened up the door, and he went in, and I went right behind him. He didn't even know I was behind him. And I was standing there with the sign, and three media came up, you know, and they was uh, filming it. And one, well, anyway, I decided I'd leave out. Then they came and told me that I couldn't be there, which, I, you know, I had to go across the street. So that's when I decided to come back to Fort Lauderdale. That was in Miami and do it on Sistrunk Boulevard, the, the NAACP on Sistrunk. Okay. okay. I'm going to try to shut up and listen now. Okay. No, Thank we're you. Gonna, we're going Thank you. We'll contact you, and I'll pass the information down tonight to Solange Elvira. Thank you so much. Thank you. Okay, next is California. Go with your questions for Professor Martinez. Go ahead, California. Hello? Hi. Hi. Um, this is the other Amy. I um, sorry, I was on it the call at first, and then um, I really didn't catch the rest of it because I had to deliver some Easter stuff. But um, uh-huh. can I ask? Um, I really love um, hearing your stories, Lauren, because I can so um, relate. Um, and what Renata, uh, she is uh, a godsend for all of us to. You know, we all got to just pull together. I'm in San Diego, and I'm a major whistleblower. Um, I didn't know that there was such a thing as targeted individual until about three, four years ago. And then they came down hard on me, really, really hard. But I, before that happened, I took out some really high-level people in government, in military, um, in Department of Justice, and the police department, and I continue. I will not apologize. I will not stop. <clears throat> They'll have to kill me first. And I'm not afraid of death because I believe in God. So um, they, since they know that I'm not afraid, you know, they what they do is take out family members. So they took out my father two years after I came back from my deployment. And uh, then they took out my, my dog two months later. That was no coincidence after I came back from his funeral in the Midwest. So it's been a, a journey, but, you know, I don't focus on the poor me syndrome. Um, I focus no, no, on, uh, I focus on what we can do and that I support everybody and their story, whatever it may be, um, especially women. Um, not that I'm a, you know, bra-burning, you know, one of those kind of type extremists. I'm not. Um, I believe, you know, in all human rights. In fact, it was just on the news. There was an activist uh, for the the border wall. Mexico has gone missing, and he kept saying uh, he thought he was being followed. So it could have been our government. It could have been their government. Uh, I lean more towards their government, but, you know, because they dumped, Uh, you know, all the sewage uh, from Tijuana into our ocean. Amy, I want to stay on track, though, with my with my calls. Do you have any uh, topic exclusively that you want to ask uh, Professor Martinez? I'm sorry, but I have to have order. And right now we're on Q&A, order. I'm sure all of your stories are interesting, okay. everyone, but stay on track with me. Sure. Because I like uh, order sure. in my call, a kind of continuity. Absolutely, I respect okay. that. So we're on Q&A right now. Get information, everyone. 
You have a question for our speaker. Yes, so uh, the English yeah, um, getting the taxpayers' money to um, uh, use it for themselves uh, through um, illegal evicting us, uh, also uh, getting our um, medical files to sell to illegals, and that way they can get our free health care uh, for themselves, etc. So mm -hmm. they get a lot of money from taxpayers that way. Yeah, that is, that's how it's doing it. And Amy, we also have parts one through eight that are uh, for everyone actually right now that can uh, review on talk to. Again, I'm, I'm sure everyone's story is harrowing and stuff, but when I review these tapes myself, I have to have a type of continuity. You know sure. what I'm saying? Sure, and, and, like and I see out. her point. What she's saying is true. It, it is happening. It's happened to me. Oh, yes. Mm -hmm. With identity theft, um, yeah, they're giving out free licenses for everybody of any country, um, regardless whether they're, uh, you know, whether they have a passport or not. Um, and I think it's more of a money thing, personally, and to create chaos. I think that's what it is. Oh, yeah, the name of the game. The name yes. of the game is money. That's what trafficking is about. They don't see us as human beings. They see us as things, an end to a means to make money. And a lot of driver licenses are sold. I don't know if in California or in Illinois or Missouri uh, it's the same thing, but here in New York, a lot of um, uh, driver licenses are sold because the uh, illegal aliens mafia uh, has connections with the DMV, the Department of Motor Vehicles. Oh, so yeah. um, they get the um, illegals. Uh, a driver licenses, driving permits, uh, and other documents that they should not get because they don't have any documents. They are illegal. And mm -hmm. the driver licenses here are about $3,000, the good ones. If it's not so good one, it's $1,500, uh, according to my, my research. The um, passports, passports are sold uh, from um, $6,000 to $10,000. And it's a lot of money making for the illegal aliens mafia because they have illegal aliens mafia members in the Department of Motor Vehicles. They also have illegal aliens mafia members in the uh, um, places where they issue the passports, like in Yonkers, New York. When I went to uh, ask for the uh, renovation of my passport, to renew my passport, I saw illegal aliens ma mafia members that I know were uh, illegals because I knew for a fact that uh, they, they were our neighbors in Yonkers, New York. They were illegal. They went with us, uh, and um, they uh, got a USA passport. And I know that the people um, that uh, gave them the passport have to do with um, the illegal aliens mafia because they used to follow us. So a lot of illegal aliens mafia members work in our government um, agencies, like where they issue the USA passports in the courts, uh, and that's how we, that's how um, they control uh, what happens to the citizens, because when they go to the courts... Oh, that makes sense now, because I just got a passport uh, a couple of years ago. I had wanted to go to the Holy Land, but now <laughs> I don't have the funds to do it for one, and I just think it would not be a smart idea to go. Yeah. So the problem is that they sell the passports at the. It's not that they go to a 
an office like the um, the uh, they used to do it in the past. They go to an office and they fake the passports or the driver licenses. They get those documents from our government offices that contained uh, illegal aliens mafia members that are working in there. So the illegals are not uh, getting phony documents when they buy the documents for, uh, with the identities of the citizens. They're getting the real thing, the real deal, because they get it from the issuing uh, agencies, where they, they get it, uh, where they um, make the passports and they make the driver licenses. Because before they used to make, you know, uh, they used to make a fake driver license. Now they uh -huh. give them a real one that they sell them uh, for $3,000 here in New York. I don't know, mm -hmm. in other uh, states. And they get real passports, so they take the picture of the citizens and they put the picture of the uh, illegals in there, but everything else is authentic. It's the citizens' um, information that's there. You know what I mean? Uh -huh. like that's, what, that's why. That's what, and so Amy, please, um, again, go ahead and please review parts one through eight, and it explains it because our identities are stolen, and we are assassinated and killed, and that highest bidder of that illegal will step into our lives, and things continue because uh, when they kill us, maybe at age fifty, fifty-two, and 10, 12 years, you'll be eligible for Social Security, but it'll be that illegal getting it, not the American citizen. We are now killed well, off. And to add to that, um, I just found out that they're putting a chip um, in the new passports now. So I don't know if that means that your old passport is obsolete, even though it hasn't expired, but they're putting chips um, in there. Who knows what's on that chip? That would be good. And then I believe we can go right into the next one. Thank you again, Amy. Uh, the biometric is also a very good uh, anti-theft protection because that's the gem of the face, and that's very hard to doctor up. Wow. I think that's what Trump wants to do, the biometric gem, the face of the, you know, our faces, measurement, who we are. Because yeah. that's old for so far right now, that'll be very hard for them to copy. That'll stop a lot of this fraud, I hope. I hope so because that's the, what a uh, uh, number USA have been saying all along. They are they have been advocating for that the biometric system because precisely of, of what you said, Lauren. Because it's very hard mm -hmm. to it's uh, very hard to uh, to fake that because when that biometric reader goes across a human face, it can e it's so sensitive and precise, you guys. When it does our measurements, it can even tell outside altercation and in the parentheses it reads something like plastic surgery technology altered you know how some of us complain they're altering my face when they take a picture of that biometric and they do our measurements across our face they can tell if we've had plastic surgery dental implants and even possible alt face altered by technology the technology, you know, when they talk about body modification, it's going to show up biometrically even a little bit different than plastic surgery. So that would be one of the most bulletproof ways to cut down on this identity theft. You are who yeah. you are. Right. And then they're going to really flag you if it shows plastic surgery or what? Technology. Right there, technology is going to be your definitely your criminal. Yes, and well, that's why a lot I mean, of if the, per if the person is who they are and they're already complaining, I think somebody's modifying my body, that's going to show what, the, you know, the victim, of course. That's, I, I correct that. And to get more investigation out of the victim, you'll try to then locate the criminal. This woman or man's face is being 
body modified. We can tell by taking a photo of their gym, their face. You know? uh-huh. Exactly. So are you saying things. that they'll use the biometrics to use it like a cloning kind of a thing? or No, not cloning, for ID purposes. Because what we're talking about, how they're stealing oh. and stuff, the identity. They take measurements. And then we have them so clever with technology, they want to body modify us. Oh, my eyes are getting further apart or they're getting close together. They're making my chin look like a guy. They're doing that so they can fits your face more than likely into this illegal alien criminal. That's going to kill you and steal your identity. But if we go into the Uh biometric system and they take a picture of us, they're doing the measurements, it's so sensitive they can tell if you've had plastic surgery or if if something comes out of the end, technologically altered. They're going to really pull you aside. They have to find out are you a criminal or a victim. Who who, who modifies their face but one or the other? A victim that they're trying it out on to steal the identity, a criminal that would do it. Yes, they have to go through our. They have to go through our identities. This is massive fraud. It's worse than identity theft. They're killing us. Yes, yes. they want to kill us. Let, let's get on that last part. Do we think that they're? I think I know it's targets. We know this is not fun and games for them. But do you know what it's really about? If the name of the game is money, I want to steal your identity. Why wouldn't they come over here? and kill us, and it's an octopus. So we have a lot of key players, as Professor Martinez has said, Amy noted just tonight, we have key players that are are down with this and getting money all the way up to the White House. Governmental workers are down on this. They're getting shakedown. Uh, Most of the people that they hire are illegal alien mafia. I know I was employed with the state of California, and pretty much after 2000, I started noticing Colleagues, and especially management over me, they were idiots. I was actually starting to question, how do these idiots get approved? They're mafia-owned. I'm talking about bosses. The bosses and stuff, as I was a secretary, did not know formal English for me to even – he was trying to dictate a a letter to me, and I just kept one point looking at him. His verbatim in English was too low. And at first I was like, how did this guy get hired? He can't speak. He can't spell. He exactly. can't talk. Mm-hmm. How did he get this position? Positions so that require marching college orders. College educated positions are held by thugs. Thugs. Yeah, yep. I believe it. How I've did they it. get hired? Or sexual favors? Floozies mm-hmm. are being hired. Don't don't let anyone flatter when flatter you. When you're doing the boss, you have no respect from your coworkers. That's the part that these broads don't tell you. The whole office whispers about you. They don't want to have lunch with you. They don't want to do anything with you. Yeah, and they're... It's a hostile work environment. Sexual harassment and favors for the boss creates hostile work environment. Been there when I was working for the Packers. Yeah. Really hostile. And guess what those are when we work at jobs like that, and these idiots are being hired. Idiots. These are the mafia members. Look at look at us right now as Target. Most of them only have an 88 IQ. That ain't even proper to pull my trash. That won't that won't take a, a, a food order for me properly. I can't even barely do a cigarette run. Come on with it. These are the people that we go to places and take information down. They're criminals. Of course, well, they're using maybe we identity. need to use. I, I know this sounds insane, Lauren, 
But maybe we need to use that to our advantage then because I was talking to an Italian mafia person in 2014. I did not know or, or what I even thought of it until just a few years ago or maybe a year ago. Um, mm-hmm. I looked him up. Oh, he's with our government um, nonprofit program, Homes for Heroes, um, Dino Saracino. And I'm like, then I looked up his name and it says, uh, he's been brought up on racketeering. He's a plastic surgeon. And I, I didn't oh. understand why he'd always answer my calls when I would call or return my voicemails right away. And I'm like, is he sitting by the phone twiddling your thumbs? I'm nobody special. Why is he answering my oh. calls? So I'm like, he was just a figurehead. They put him there to watch him, and he was already going to do time. And so they just plugged him in anywhere and then to collect information from us, you know, oh, sure. any information from us. And it doesn't have us. to be a – I know people think Italian and mafia are interlinked, but the mafia or mafia-controlled businesses, if you guys even look at the original Untouchables, there was Jewish mafia, there was German sure. mafia, Mexican there was mafia, Irish mafia, Asian mafia. Black, Asia mafia, there was black mafia, especially linked to the churches, the preachers were mafia. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's all, when I say who the mafia member is, especially we have to watch the women. The women you come across have to be a nurse practitioner, a social worker. They work in two parts, not only to kill your identity, but if you're a woman with very good-looking children, she's also a kiddie porn trafficker. The women and they're are in with the Catholic unique. churches, too. They're in with the Catholic church. Oh, uh, they are there. Social workers, women. Social workers, teachers, nurses, um, yep. you know. Yeah. Watch the women. The women, the, I... women are, the women are going to be more of your direct access because that woman in that position is going to have a little bit more of a trust with another woman who has kids. Already her, her fear of her is a little bit down because she's, you know, in company of a woman. And they utilize the gender. But I can assure you all right now, women traffickers exist just like the men. Yeah, they tried tapping me out, but it didn't work. Yeah, don't try. Or came to my door, gave me a card. Yeah. Uh, I'm a social worker, mental health, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, why are you here? Uh, like, well, somebody told us, you know, you need help. And I'm like, who told you? Oh, we can't tell you that. And I'm like, no, you're sadly mistaken. Yeah, so they give you a card, by the way. Yeah, they give me a card. Not? Okay, good. You can go ahead and ask your mom. Government listing. Okay, we're all listening now. Do you see how they operate to kill us? The social workers, if you have kids, they want to traffic you if you're young and attractive. Uh, human tra- sex trafficking follows this too. It's all interlinked. It's all interlinked. Now at this time, is there any more questions or comments for Professor Martinez? We've got an instant. At this time? Well, one more comment. Um, the um, When you're going down the highway now, um, they automatically um, have cameras all over to read license plates, and they store that. It's just automated. Now they're, they announced they're, they're employing the drones, um, and they, they said, well, it was only going to be used for criminal you know, incidents. Well, we know that's not true. So that would just be extra eyes and ears uh, on the highways and the side roads and whatever to capture uh, your license plate number and whether you are or not uh, a criminal, they can put it into your, you know, the data, the database. And to say one step further, um, when you get those amber alerts, whether it's weather, whether it's a real amber alert, you know, somebody got kidnapped, that was a way to tap into your phone. So those workers that are behind the controls, controlling the cameras, controlling the, the uh, 
lights, um, you know, that they can cause accidents if they want to, and they have gotten caught doing that, uh, playing, you know, smash up. Um, Thank you. Crazy. Thank you you so much. We're going to, again... There is um no. Okay, uh, Professor Martinez, are you there? Everyone's on mute. They didn't have any questions, as you consider when you go with my call. Order is very, very important to me. Very. Um, perhaps we can have uh, we'll get together with some callers that uh, what they're going through. But uh, Professor Martinez and I want to be on the same track. We're a part of the resistance. So this is not just a call to you sit on the sideline and absorb it in. We are all victims of this, and we are diligently doing things about this. Um, and at this point, before we close, Professor Martinez and I are want to share what our emails, her YouTube videos, Facebook posts, and how things have changed. If you think this resistance is not making a difference, contacting the illegal alien mafia enemy. Professor Martinez, how has your life gradually changed by uh, creating the resistance of VOTIM? And that stands for Victim of Legal Immigrants. Well, it has changed for the better, I tell you, because I tell you, um, a couple of years uh, from now, I had to sleep, my mother and I had to sleep with our clothes on because um, when we were living at uh, 712 West, 175th Street, apartment A, as in Apple, uh, New York, New York, 132, that's uh, that's owned by illegal aliens mafia member and drug lord, um, Sergio Vasquez, uh, or Sergio Kilmano is his other identity. We had to sleep with our clothes on because Kevin McGuire and his associate, um, Kevin McGuire is, of course, the illegal aliens mafia member and assassin who, whose function is to eliminate or assassinate the uh, uh, American citizens after their identities and government benefits have been sold, stolen and sold by the illegal aliens mafia. Uh, Kevin McGuire used to send uh, people um, at all times at, at, at all um, times of the night and of the date to break down my mother's door with police officers uh, who were uh, illegal aliens mafia members and assassins working as police officers. Uh, they used to break down the door and with any excuse and uh, say that uh, they wanted my mother to sign papers, of course, so they could sell her identity uh, and government benefits to illegals. Uh, with her signature, and, and what they did after that was, since I contacted the illegal aliens mafia enemies, um, they stopped doing that, and what they do is uh, now is uh, they forge her signature. So they fill out applications and sign her name um, without her knowledge or consent and submit the application so they can get the government benefits uh, and sell those to illegals. Government benefits for um, illegals who have mental health problems, which my mother never had, by the way. Uh, she has never seen a psychologist or a psychiatrist in her life. Uh, so a lot of people, a lot of illegals have uh, mental problems because they cross the border and they go through a lot of things. So they need mental health um, assistance and also 
the mental health uh, assistance that they get also allows them to get uh, free housing, free medical care, free at, um, uh, food, uh, food stamps, turn off money for furniture, everything, transportation money, everything. So um, uh, before, uh, a, few a few years from now, we used to even sleep with our clothes on because they used to uh, break down our door at 10 o'clock at night uh, or at 9 o'clock at night or 3 o'clock in the, in, the, uh, uh, in the evening, uh, 12 o'clock in the afternoon, 9 o'clock. And it was just like every time they didn't have anything to do and they wanted to make money, um, they could they they went to break down our door and have us uh, have my mother sign because I used to live in New Jersey but I was taking care of my mother then uh, have her sign papers so they can sell uh, more benefits to illegals with her signature. But I believe that the illegal aliens mafia enemies uh, contacted them and say what what's going on and then they stopped that uh, they don't break down our doors anymore. But they falsify her signature and continue the trafficking of government benefits and citizens' identities. Now, with one of the cases that um, I was dealing with, that I'm not dealing with anymore, is um, uh, the uh, one of the uh, illegal aliens mafia victims who was put in jail after um, illegal aliens mafia um, member Esteban Diaz Rivera asked for him to be put in jail and killed his girlfriend. Um, so after uh, we did two or three shows, I believe, um, he, um, he told me on the 14th of, was it the 14th or um, the 12th? Uh, yeah, the 12th. He told me the 12th of this uh, month, April 12, 2017, that uh, his lawyer had told him that he was going to follow the law. Uh, he was going to... Um, that he filed all the motions that he needed to file to respect his civil rights and to do everything right, and that the judge was also doing um, things right now. Uh, so um, after the shows, several shows, uh, I have seen um, results that made me very happy, very satisfied, and I'm hoping that I can deal with uh, Elvira's uh, case um, Lily, uh, uh, Lawrence uh, in her sister's case, my mother's case and my case um, in many instances, and uh, many other cases that uh, we need to report to the illegal alias mafia enemies. And through this show, uh, we need to uh, report to um, the uh, um, a honest journalists that are interested in uh, dismantling the illegal alias mafia. So I am very uh, hopeful uh, regarding this this um, show, and I am very happy uh, for the results that I have obtained uh, just for uh, with uh, just with three or four shows uh, that we have done so far. It's this is number nine, but the last uh, four or or or, or Three or four have been very, very, very good because it, it has allowed me to uh, give a lot of information that I didn't have the chance to do in the other shows because in, in um, uh, some of the first shows uh, I did while I was dealing with the Illegal Aliens Mafia and um, Illegal Aliens Mafia member uh, Esteban Diaz Rivera, he would uh, bang at the door or bring uh, 
his um, uh, associates uh, that are criminals like him and do things like that. But after uh, the shows, uh, these have stopped, and I am able to do exercise my First Amendment right, my freedom of speech, and do the shows uh, in a peaceful way without any interruptions. So I am very, very happy uh, with the results that my mother and I have been getting so far. Thank you so much, Solange. Before we end tonight, uh, guys, it's about 930. Is there anything, Solange, that you would like to close with? Um, And we'll get together uh, sometime this week, you guys, uh, especially for you and I, Solange, too. See how we can schedule another uh, call next week, but I I'm, I'm still don't want to commit to that firmly because my sister has uh, some medical operations, actually. So I, I don't know how she'll be feeling and how I'll be needed. But as we close tonight, Solange, uh, what advice would you give all of our listeners, victims of this mafia right now? To keep on um, working and exposing the mafia, um, to keep on contacting the illegal aliens mafia enemies and um, to keep on uh, getting the evidence that these illegal aliens mafia enemies need to um, exterminate this mafia. Because if you stop, then uh, you're going back. You are not only stopping uh, there, you're going back to uh, square one. So don't stop. Continue recording your conversations with them. Continue recording them uh, when they are, uh, or, or videotaping them when they are acting illegally. Uh, and continue to submit this evidence in your story to the illegal alias mafia enemies. Uh, and also, these are, as I said uh, uh, before, and I, ha- I have posted this information on my Facebook uh, page. Um, Continue to contact me with any uh, questions or concerns that you have. And as I said before, my YouTube channel is U as in under, C as in cat, 4, 8, S as in Sam, 9, 1, V as in Victor. Uh, and all those letters that I have said uh, before are capital letters. So U, C, 4, 8, S as in Sam, 9, um, I as in India, V as in Victor, then lowercase e as in uh, elephant, lowercase d as in boy, number one, then lowercase u as in under, capital H as in Harry, um, one, then lowercase t as in Tom, lowercase b as in boy, six, number six, uh, lowercase t as in Tom, lowercase w as in wonder, then capital D as in boy, capital capital R as in Raymond, capital C as in cat, capital Y as in yours, and capital A. That's my YouTube channel. And uh, this this information is also posted on my Facebook page, which is www.facebook.com forward slash Solange dot Martinez dot five eight one seven, and also you can um, find um, my sample case, uh, which is my mother, uh, which is the only case that I have um, 
a, a lot of information on, uh, and I have I can access access that information anytime. Uh, you can go to fasinfrank boy dot me that's m b m e so fasinfrank boy dot m as in Mary e as in elephant forward slash Luisa Oyarsun six six so that's uh, Luisa Oyarsun six six L as in love U as in under I as in India S as in Sam a as in Apple, O as in Orlando, Y as in yours, A as in Apple, R as in Raymond, Z as in Zebra, U as in under, N as in Nancy, 66. That's um, a way to go to um, my mother's page, Luisa Oyarsun, uh, with all the uh, information that you need to build your own um, file because uh, in there you will find uh, samples of videotapes that I have done, um, samples of letters and samples of uh, everything that you need to imitate that and build your own case. And so you can submit your um, evidence to the illegal aliens mafia enemies and they can dismantle this mafia, which is uh, killing our citizens. You can also go to uh, back team, uh, which is uh, victims of the illegal mafia, uh, and you can find the you can find that page going by going to frank boy dot mary in elephant forward slash back team in victor all as in orlando t as in tom i as in india in mary four five and uh, once you, you are there, you can send me a message uh, by going to m as in Mary dot m as in Mary e as in elephant forward slash vaccine 45. Um, in everything that you need is going to be found uh, on my, in my Facebook uh, page. So go there. You will find also uh, a list of uh, all the illegal aliens mafia controlled companies um uh, government officials and um uh, agencies and you will also find um uh, the illegal aliens mafia enemies like uh, live news um uh, uh, texas governor's uh Greg abbott page uh arizona senators john mccain everything is there you can just click on the uh, page or the name of the uh, or, or, or on the link, and um, you will it will take you right where you have to post your information and send it to them. It's very easy, and don't give up. Uh, continue um, uh, with your faith, and don't forget that God is in control, not the illegal aliens mafia. That is so true. Um, thank you so much uh, for joining us tonight, Professor Martinez. And uh, we hope, crossing my fingers, we can have you on sometime next week. Again, with this uh, obligation I have to take care of, I'm not sure at this point to uh, even reschedule next week. I don't know. Um, hold on a second. I'll give some closing remarks, and we will end. Okay, everyone, we're going to commence now tonight's part nine of the Illegal Alien Mafia. I can't thank you enough for sharing in our call and uh, coming by. 
Those that are new to my conference call, again, you can review um, all prior conference calls of the Illegal Alien Mafias, parts one through nine. Uh, the call, conference calls are there to be reviewed at any time, and valuable information is there to be found. Uh, as I am a targeted individual as well as victim of the Illegal Aliens Mafia, as well as my younger sister, Lillian. Um, anything that any of you express about your torture and what you're going through, um, we have all heard and shared and we continue to be tortured. However, in the Bible, it states very clearly, words can change a man's continent. We are now joining a part of the resistance. It's very easy if all we know and hear is they're doing this to me and doing that to me. But we have new information that's like drinking bad water and all of a sudden someone introduces you to a cleaner glass of water, you want your actions to follow that. No longer are we preoccupied with boo-boo across the street shooting me with a weapon gun or poisoning me. I have to get my documentation. I have to start connecting with legal aliens' enemies. I have to stand up and fight. We no longer have freedom and people that are you know, controlling us emotionally like some type of cult. We have a lot of heavy hitters coming in, and this is our year of freedom. Too many people are at great activism ideals that are being implemented and completed. So my calls are not just discussing the illegal alien mafia. It's discussing the work I have done in conjunction with Professor Solange Martinez that she herself will tell you, a lot of our letters and documents are literally on Facebook. Calls are generated. We are fighting, not just talking. And I'd like to see some of the PIs get out of the corner from that, get up on the stage, put your you know, fighting gloves on, and take this down. We can use excuses of everything. I, I know about excuses. My mama told me about excuses. Those are just called reasons. And she told me, life is R&R, reasons and results. And at the end of the day, reasons just don't count. So I got it as a little girl, results, goals. That's what you feel like, a somebody. So take care, and I wish you a great Easter. Good night.